we are back. For those of you non-believers, it's been a while, but we did not abandon you. We've just been busy as fuck, and we're going to catch you guys up on all that's been going on in the Taylor Park (laughs) episode 91 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. That's it. <laughs> is that is that what we're on here? That's what we're doing. Okay. We're here. So um, just to just to get this thing started the right way, since we kind of uh, were remiss on the last episode, uh, one of the first notes we have is uh, to thank our good friend Jimmy um, up in Ketchikan, Alaska. Mm-hmm. When we were on our trip up to the cabin outside of White Springs, up on the Suwannee River, um, we carried along with us a mail barge that uh, Jimmy had sent along. And Jimmy not only was thoughtful enough to send some uh, libations for you fellas, he also made sure and sent some uh, root beer for me, Mm -hmm. along with... Um, some pint glasses. Some pint glasses that, with instructions in included to uh, chill those in the freezer, which we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you guys know from the last episode, it was a a, a rainy event there for a bit, so uh, there was plenty of there was some libations drink. imbibing on uh, <laughs> the the drinks. So uh, Jimmy, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were there were plenty of other things in there, but that's the highlight of it. And uh, why don't we just go ahead and stay with uh, the mail barge? Because we actually, it's been a while since we've all gotten together. And while Ben checks the channel, I'm pretty sure um, down on the dot, we certainly have. Uh, from Pirate Flyco out of uh, oh, nice. Madisonville, Louisiana. Ooh. For the Trash Boys. Um, let's go ahead and open this up. I'm the Trash Man. I don't know man. about Madisonville, though. There's much better places to live in Louisiana. Isn't Madisonville got... Uh, trash. <laughs> I think Madisonville is where I've been before. They've got a big paper mill down that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that smell. Oh, yeah. All right, so we've got a bag of flies. Ooh, Ooh that are nice looking, too. I like the color. I like the... Uh, boys, boys, that means Larry's going to keep them all. Uh-huh. No, They're not no, going to no, come no. from that side of the table. <laughs> North side of the table, you know, snags them. They're... they're um, are they sparse enough for you? They're sparse. They use dumbbell eyes, not... Uh, or, you know, bead chain. So somebody knows what's up. And... <laughs> Do they have a weed guard? It just simply says, consider yourselves tithed, motherfuckers. Oh, oh nice. Hell Hell yeah. Well yeah. Very, very <laughs> nice. So actually, what we may do... Throw them in... We're going to throw them in the Fly South box that currently is... Well. On one the, of them, uh, some of them. <laughs> well, there's there's, hey. there's four flies, so Larry's going to steal one of them, probably the best. Yep, yep. that's and, good enough. Uh, though. We could pass. No, hold on. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So Larry's getting three in the tiny <laughs> box. No, I, I want at least one of those. They are they, they do look good. You, you guys keep one for the north, and Ben'll Ben and I'll keep one for the south, and we'll just flip flop. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I didn't Xbox. realize we were Team North and Team South now. Woo-woo. I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of it this time. Team, team Bernard. Best, best Coast versus Coast. <clears throat> who's, huh? who's got a knife? Who's got a knife? Uh oh. This is America. This is this is one that we've had in our possession for a bit. Ooh. That uh, I need a new EDC knife really bad. Marcus, what kind of safety you got on that damn thing? What? In the oh, there we go. God, dog. So this is none other than a care package from Fish and Grits. Oh, oh nice. Dale, yeah. I like that she is. I'm excited already. I'm like 75, Chubb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three-quarter three mast, as they say up north. <laughs> Three-quarter mast. <laughs> ah, my nipples are hard. Oh, that's dead, too. Ooh, we got some T-shirts. Nice. Dog. Look at them folded like kilos. Yeah, Ben, can, can you... Uh, I like it. How do you bricks. know what a kilo is, Benjamin? I... I no thanks. He's watched TV before. <laughs> I've seen movies. I've been to cinemas. You've watched Bloodline? No, I haven't. Oh, God. oh here we go. Here's the note. And uh, typed. It is typed. It says, "Dear Taylor Trash Crew." <gasps> oh, that's. Oh, what one. size? XL. Oh, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Mark. Right, whoever I clipped on the board. Mark, you want to squeeze into one? Mark and I feel like big fat bastards now, <laughs> going okay. home empty-handed. And you know what? We'll just take a trip to South Carolina again, get us some fried chicken. <laughs> That's right. It's cool. We'll tell you all about it. It's all right. I didn't want to come. <laughs> Episode 92. All right. I hope this mail barge finds you well. Please keep up the great work. Love what you're doing with MDC, and the podcast keeps getting better with every episode. I've been loving all the adventures, trip reports, and now have a hankering to tithe some flies. Enjoy the shirts and stickers. I sent along a few of my favorite Traeger accoutrement. Mm, picked up during work travels through bustling downtown Felda. Hopefully they can fuel a future episode. Thank you for what you do. Jake. Fishinggrits.us. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Fish and Grits, you should be following oh, at yeah. Fish dot and dot grits on instagram some of the coolest apparel and stickers edgy as fuck that's been coming out lately um is, is this felda is, in oh felda? my god this is one of my favorite t-shirt designs ever i know save grass eat a manatee oh. yes <laughs> look to church on something oh yes fucking sticker Man, you guys are going to fucking love seeing this on my shit. <laughs> For those of you that don't, can't have a vision on this. Yeah, we're... we're it's we're, like two and a half Hold inches. on, we, we've got this for... Look at the ribeye in the sky. <laughs> These are great. Golly. So... Ben, if you will divvy these up into even piles. We'll do that. If there's any odd numbers, they, of course, go to me. <laughs> Only 60 apiece. <laughs> and this is a Ooh. beer koozie. Score. With a redfish. Marcus. I, I guess I guess we'll we'll give you that, Mark. <laughs> Look at the long-arm I mean, redfish. Would you like one? Sure, I'll take one. Look at the long-arm redfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a squid billy. Yes. <laughs> and this one is just the iconic cold be beer. Good. I'm keeping that one. <laughs> oh. Oh, my. oh my goodness. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. Hot wait. sauce. But there's more. Ben's required. There's another cold beer. Uh, look, at the, look at the protection on it. 
Oh, yes. Gator Hammock. Oh, that shit's good. That. Cooter Wallow. Oh. <laughs> I haven't had that one. And that's There's from Felda, Florida. Have. It's super good. Swamp. Golly. I like the. I like the protective. Yes. <laughs> like a, the Disney rat. And then we've got you some. Need to get that one to Daisy. <gasps> gator sprinkle oh, rub. Oh, stuff. good rub. Hell yeah, uh, boys. Oh yeah. Um, perhaps I'll bring some venison down and we'll uh, put that to good use. This is just newspaper. You could fill out your extra large dad bod Jameson? with that paper. That's right. You know my fat belly's filling it out. Marcus. <gasps> oh, my God. Is that a Sam Hill? Marcus, <laughs> you might want to go ahead and get the chub out. Here's a 2XL T-shirt for you, Big Daddy. <laughs> and there were three extra stickers. And I got one too. Heyo. Hey now. Listen. The whole table is happy. So happy. Somebody is Hey man, thank you so that. much. This is awesome. Uh we sincerely appreciate it. And uh man. Yeah. Can't tell you how much we really, really are digging the vibe of the stuff that you're putting out. Is that Larry? <laughs> Dude, isn't that wait funny? a second. Wait, wait, which hold on. Which you bastards. <laughs> Larry's beard has never been white. Oh. It's been skunky, but never fully white. I can't even grow a beard anymore. Daisy definitely needs the Mickey Mouse one. I then. know. <laughs> She's gonna stick it on her car. But wait, there's more. Oh my gosh. Alright. Here is a um Moccasin Fly Club sticker for anybody Ooh, that wants Jameson it. Jameson wants that. Thank uh, you. This, I was told, is... Um, I am a sticker licker, you know. A belated Christmas package from Jacqueline. Oh, boy. Okay. When Jacqueline stayed here during the F3T, she made sure to courier it down herself. Uh, this this did not actually... delivered. Hand delivered, did not make it to the mail barge. It was hand delivered. I really so, hope those boots are somebody's say, size. Those are does, nice. Does one of us. <laughs> and, and a, I call the left boot. <laughs> so, so how do you say that? Tecovas. 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 Oh. Or uh, Tecovas. If you're Yankee, they're Tecovas. Oh, and I'm right. My memory does not fail me completely because it has a Merry Christmas card <laughs> in it. There you go. So. Baby Jesus is a teenager. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I like he the picture Jesus up. as one of them tuxedo t-shirts. Wait a second. They're going to destroy the earth. There's, you know, Jacqueline not only sent us the, the Christmas gift, she also left some uh, whiskey for us. She did. Smoke wagon, Smoke uncut, wa- unfiltered, uh, straight bourbon whiskey. Bottled January 23rd of 23 in batch number 168A. Um, real nice bottle of whiskey, but uh, there's some there's some fuckery afoot here. Uh oh. Um, you know, from some of the commentary that you guys like to give here about you know me hoarding stuff at this end of the table, she actually in the Specified? inside in the inside of Baby Jesus's birthday card wrote on a separate side for Larry wrote. Packing list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie goes to gets a howler hat and shirt. 
Congrats, oh, Jamie. Look at that. Hold on. Let's it ain't easy being the here. cute one, Hang boys. On. <laughs> oh, shots fired. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Look at that. So here is a very nice Howler Ooh, hat. It's a very Howler Christmas. Oh, Ooh, the see. Gator. Nice. Ooh, the you gator. see, I know why I got the Gator hat. Why? Whoops. You just got wait. The shirt. Correcto. And then I'm guessing the shirt is inside of the shopping bag. It's the tote for Larry when he goes to the farmer's market. And it matches. That's exactly why. There you go. Nice. I have that tote. Oh, okay. Because uh, <laughs> we have a friend that lives in Austin and oh. went to the shop oh, yeah, when yeah, I got yeah. you guys yeah. all yeah. the That's howler. Right. Um, let's see. It's winning all the way. So I can be full gator boy with Mark. <laughs> Gators. <laughs> gator haters. I'm going to need my Mark, to haul away all these. You are going to get your knife. Feathers from the hens and the pheasant hunt that she did. Oh, here we go. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look wow. at that. It's a fly tying mm. Christmas. Uh, Ben, there's a poster in here for you. Dope. Ooh. And it's to Ben and Daisy Pickett. Hey, p- 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 Sorry. Put your paws My down. My bad. Man, he about snatched it. Give From me shit. Jacqueline and Bourbon. Get on. Thank you, Jacqueline and Bourbon. Get on, play no shit. Get <laughs> <laughs> a hose, better wear be, be wearing Jimmy's. I'm getting a Traeger limited edition towel and what? koozie. Oh, wait. Team Traeger. Hold on, Ben. Is one it's of those bags for her. Awesome. Stoked. Not that I'm not stoked about <coughs> the feathers, but I'm even more stoked about the bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty dope. <laughs> oh, hold on. There was a feather Star got Wars. loose. Yeah. Oh, ooh, pheasant tail nymphs. Everybody's a nymph when it comes right. to that. Yeah. And then there are stickers and flies for everyone. So stickers and flies, stickers and flies. There we go. You want to? Oh, my oh gosh. this one. This one has Ben's name on it. So this is for Ben. May the forest be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> this is the May. <laughs> this is the May. There you go. You want to divvy those up? Do the Mando voice. Do the Mando voice. Well, Jacqueline, thank you. Thank you very much. You're a sweetheart as always. Yes, thank you. Dude, it's a Traeger and Dickies collaboration. Oh, that's that's awesome. That'd make a little pretty sick. Sick tail. All right. Well, Mark's not going to have any attention the rest this of the show. This must be... <laughs> He's going to be no. looking at his feathers. What is... Our flies? No, it's it's some kind of a... Uh, Saffron? Seed that has already started Sprouted. to sprout. <laughs> ben, you want to nurse that thing along and see what it becomes? I'll put it in my terrarium. Marijuana? There's <laughs> peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cup in a tree shape. Anybody want that? Oh. It's from Christmas. <laughs> Still oh, I mean, to be fair, I'll eat it live right now. I was going to say, I'll yeah. eat it. I'll eat it. I fucks <laughs> with the Reese's. Golly. Oh, nope, dropping feathers. Uh-oh. Mark's losing feathers. 
I get excited. Here you go, Jameson. Oh. Limited edition Howler bag. That Clarksville Hacienda. Clarksville. Oh. Yes. Tennessee. This has got to be for Ben. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> An inferior tool. Actually, these are really nice tools. I just don't own any. Ooh, Klein tools. Ooh, Klein's are dope. I could use that for one of the uh, new troopers. Is there any Harbor Freight stuff in there? That's where I go. (laughs) No, but I got another. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. More. Another feather. Feathers. Island Brewing. um, Church Key. Anybody need one? Sure. Throw it on. And some moccasin fly club oh, no, this swag. Kinda... Help yourselves, boys. It's going to be in the box this right here. This needs to go in your hat, Ben. Oh, yeah. I've got... You I don't have... I have a pheasant. Thank you, thank you, Jacqueline. In your hat, Ben? Is... No, but I have pheasant feathers that I got from Larry that I tanned. <sighs> that you gave to me. I gave you one. There were two. Oh, Okay. See, I took care of both of you. You did. It was wonderful. Um, all right. So, you know. You ever have such a good Christmas that you have too much shit in front of you to do anything? I know. Now I'm like, what am I, you know, what, what am I to do? We There's, almost have to go on break just to move shit. I don't know what I want to play with first. The yeah, the clip. table is full. Uh, the stickers. Look at the motion in that feather. Is that more stuff or no? I don't know. Everything is like getting all. Where's Where's the card? Because I think I, I was remiss and did not. You have. Okay, it's in the box. Um, I just went through the uh, packing list. The packing list. Well, she was very smart to have done that. Uh, let's see. Mm, dear beloved Taylor Trash Boys, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks for. All y'all do for your local waters and fellow anglers. I love you all very much. Hope to see you soon. Best, Jacqueline and Bourbon. Jake Quell. <laughs> Always like that. <laughs> do you want to go to Principal O'Shawkan or see? Oh, office? let me have that back. That's a mother of thousands uh, succulent for Shannon. So perfect. She'll do a lot better at keeping that alive. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Just add a little water in there. Um, yeah, and it's a succulent; doesn't need water. It's been it's been thriving for four months in a Tacova's box. So well, hey, that's it's that a succulent. Humid, humid Florida be, air. That's right. Know? It'd be doing. All right. Well, uh, let's move it along. <laughs> good, good snag, Mark. Uh oh, what did Mark grab? <laughs> oh! <laughs> you notice that we placed those right by the computer so that nobody would grab them. I passed them to Ben. Mm-hmm. And Ben dutifully put them right That's over because there. I like, when it comes to the mail barge, I keep the minutes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just kind of right down. Sure. I was like, we got three flies mm-hmm. from Pirate Fly Co. Mm-hmm. And then he can take his three and we know what we're doing. It's Those, those are money. Le- less is better. They are really Absolutely. Good. They're really nice. Oh, yeah. She'll fish. She'll fish. All right. So um, I guess, as we always do, kind of chronological order. Um, After we recorded episode 90. um, My CTE is not working for this. I 
it's been so much that's happened since we actually you and i went fishing the day after i remember uploading the episode yeah because uh we i i was working on you know getting everything situated and uploaded and uh you came over and we went down and uh, did a little afternoon run um and i believe that was the first time i showed you that shoreline down in the south end that uh on the east side where you could see all the way across the dunes maybe <gasps> i don't remember you don't remember i've i you know it's most the, people are like larry that was the most memorable trip being able to fish with you every trip's a memorable trip but they all blur together for me larry all right so i think that's the opposite of memorable <laughs> it's it's stop, I'm, stop playing the head injury games I'm, it's I'm getting old i'm joining on mark's team <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it i can't remember did we catch Sm- somebody did you did somebody you, caught a fish yeah somebody i think you did um i didn't because i remember my first <laughs> fish on my boat was with hunter two weeks all right we're recording again a uh, little technical difficulties so if the first part of this was shitty or this is shitty well we're in a double wide trailer what you what get you what want? you pay for um so we figured it out. Um, we did not fish down south. That's why Jameson didn't remember. We actually <laughs> fished out of uh, River Breeze. And uh, yes. we more or less skiff rode. Um, I did sure. catch a bitch in Mangrove, yes. um, I recall. <laughs> um, but uh, in any event, uh, we were right back after it uh, as soon as... We got episode 90 out, um, so this is the beginning of our ever-long excuse as to why we haven't put out an episode. Been busy. Yeah, it's, we've been busy. It's busy been a fishing. Lot. There's been a lot going on. People. And then Ted came in town, and uh, Marcus, oh, Ted, yeah. and I yeah. went uh, up, and uh, Ted... Was staying up um, in the Ormond area. His uh, in-laws now have a new place up there. He's no longer a part-time New Smyrna Anybody resident. He's a uh, part-time Tomoka um, kind of guy now because he's in. Uh, it's at Flagler Beach. He's, up there. he's kind of between, like kind of in between the two. Um, but I, I did take uh, you two knuckleheads for the first time ever to uh, High Tide Snack Jack. Is it still there? Right on the beach. Did it yeah. not get destroyed? No, it's okay. still there, man. It's still Because I remember still you saying along. that it was like one bad storm away from getting destroyed. And then oh, the storm came one. through like right. a month after that. Yeah. And ruined the coastline up there. No, it uh, it somehow <clears throat> continues to, to hang on and... Uh, yeah, fishing wasn't great that day. Either. No, it wasn't. We started off, saw one or two. We saw a few redfish when we were in the basin, yeah. um, and, then, and then we kind of went in those back mosquito creeks. Which uh, I liked a lot. That which was, was really cool. Yeah. type. And, uh, but yeah, that, I, I think I, I had the Philly. I think. At least it was delicious. The highlight yeah. of the trip, though, was uh, we were... Marcus and I were kind of tag teaming, uh, <laughs> giving Ted a hard time. Well, I mean, know. like Ted, poor Ted, like he, 
hooked up on like a submerged branch oh, and man. uh hard set oh hard set oh, yeah. so he had to pull he had to he had to strip strip it in and he knew it he saw me going for the <laughs> fucking camera so he like tried to unhook it get it back in the water before i could get it filmed um you know we were just uh, it was a fun trip from yeah. the standpoint we didn't catch a damn fish we didn't even see many fish for the no. majority of the day first early in the morning we saw a couple um but uh it was just cool being in a different area yeah. yeah and then uh you know i was like okay ted so this is your area so <laughs> we're up here where is there a place to eat on the water and he was like well uh there's a place like around the corner from the house called such and such. It's right on A1A. And I was like, dude, we can't take the boat to A1A. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you can. Just dock it up on the mangrove. It'll be fine. <laughs> but uh, when we finally figured out, really, there's nowhere on the water up that way, uh, like a JB's type place. Um, when it came time, I was like, you guys want to go eat lunch? And we went up and... Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever I had was pretty good and filling because it put me into a food coma. Oh, Um, we started with like some shrimp or something. There was some appetizer. Well, all I remember is when we left. I think you got the chicken Philly? No, I didn't. Um, Black and chicken. No, that's JB's. Um, Anyway, I made like three wrong turns <laughs> trying to get back to the ramp to the point they were all like um at first i, I didn't got question too many meat sweats i i didn't know and that's one thing i never forget is ingress and egress right and i'm in the back seat so i'm just and i was like because mm. yeah, we left the suburban with the with the drake back at the ramp and i drove the jeep so like yeah. then when we leave i'm like like confidently make a right hand oh, turn and i'm like no sh- no shit this is a, a neighborhood yeah so like i had to like i thought larry knew a back way come back out and then i was like oh i think right here <laughs> and then both of them were like what the fuck are we doing letting this guy drive <laughs> and then i was like well you don't you guys just tell me where to fucking turn in the next you know <laughs> So, uh, yeah, because once was a neighborhood, and then we tried turning into <laughs> like a uh, condo or something. No, that was the first one. The second one was we were trying to turn into a county park or state park. Oh, state park. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, we just wanted to take you guys for a cruise. We, but you know? He did. He showed us a couple tortoises that were walking the bike path. There you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. It we had, had fun. Yeah. It was all in all. It was a it was a fun damn day. Um, I actually, after I dropped Ted off, I took a one a all the way back into Daytona. Ooh, that's a drive. And then came across uh, the bridge there into downtown by the ballpark, by where the Tortugas play, mm-hmm. and then Jackie Robinson. Yeah, and then hopped on US one from there. Just you know, nice nice little. I don't think it was Sunday when we fished, but it was a Sunday drive for sure when I when I headed back. But uh, I typically like to do the off-the-beaten-path drive over being on the interstate anyway. If it wouldn't have taken me four and a half hours to get home, I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I contemplated US-1, and I'm like, mm, we're still a long way. Yeah. And it's, it's, you it's know, a good 38 minutes to the chill yeah. from my place. So, um, you know, gosh, we've just got such a volume of notes. Um, There's a ton. So, 
one of the things that uh, was a hot topic there for a minute anyway. And then nobody seems to care about it now. Yeah, n- now it's like nobody gives a shit. Um, <laughs> was uh, an article that uh, made its rounds um, about fish having uh, pharmaceutical, uh, you know, some some level of pharmaceutical drugs contained in their flesh. Good for them. Um, Cholesterol's low. <laughs> Ar- arthritis ain't bad. They're mellow. Yeah, they, oh, you know they're they're on all kinds. Eating. That's why they don't eat. <laughs> that's right. They're all morphined out. But it was funny. Like everybody was posting that, but like nobody was like talking about like you know like as if they had read the article and it was like it was just a share. Yeah, like, it, it was like it was so like people saw. I shared it. I care. That's right. But I have no commentary on it. That's yeah. the most common virtue signal. You know? And didn't you, you kind of read the article a little bit. And it was like, they may have, or they, you know, it was like everything was conjecture. It was a study that was like, this may be linked to, and it's possible that, I mean, and it was like micro, 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 micro. Yeah. And it turned out it wasn't just our waterways. It was like pretty much all over anywhere yeah. and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's, it's all the, uh, it's all the East coast folks dumping their pills into the, into the water supply. Yeah. yeah. So. Might be this area. Well, it's, it's that, Titusville area. That, it's those space Coke, uh, drug people. No, no, no. It's, space, it's, by, it's not up by us, you know, by, Volusia County. Folk. By us, That's right. I would be worried about the PPM, which is, Poop per millions. <laughs> Not. Wait, I thought you guys all had septic. You just leached the the harmful. That don't, that don't mean they work. Where, where do you think I dumped the camper? The harmful nitric oxide. All right, right Uncle Buck. Now behind his house, back her down a ramp. Um, and then we're going to ha- go ahead. Uh, since the last time we did a, a, re- a recording of a podcast. Um, we were discussing maybe on 90, maybe on 89, um, just the proliferation of all of the abandoned derelict vessels. And we were talking about how much it cost. And, uh, you know, I was saying that, you know, Volusia County was being very proactive. The city of uh, New Smyrna Beach in particular, I know, is pretty active in getting that stuff cleared up and get, getting out. Um, nope. Due to due to <laughs> us talking about it, um, we're going to go ahead and take credit for it, um, just because we should. Um, since then, Brevard County has uh, appropriated funding to start removing derelict vessels. It's good to see us stepping up. I'm glad that we were able to shame the 321 area code into actually no. becoming more steward-like towards their waterways no, and getting right. rid of the uh, land crab poop. Not, us us no. northerners are just better. No, no, no. It's sheep's head habitat. Um. <laughs> hey, I, I remember <laughs> on a trip down by your area, we drove past the FWC headquarters for your place, and there's like four derelict vessels. Oh, I legitimately, yeah, within sight, <laughs> stones throw away. Yeah, but, they but, they trip over it leaving. But here's the thing: we were. Let's see if I'm correct in my word usage. We were appropriated last year and the year before, culturally or probably. <laughs> All the above. Well, we had people from North Carolina claim our 
area. When we had all those <laughs> there were there, storms. There were funds budgeted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That pushed all these boats or, you know, sank these things or so the money was already there. So now we're just getting more money. Well, you know, the government moves at the speed of a slug, so you know, they could have rolled the budget money from year to year. I mean, to be fair, if you if you go further south to the, the well more well known fishery in Melbourne, they kinda are flat. Few and far between. Yeah. So where the, where the fishery's good. I'm curious as to how But it's like cocoa and Melbourne has them too. Yeah, for but sure. But like Cocoa North is where you just see you can Yeah. It's just start. a wasteland. It is. Yeah. Graveyard. It's, it's a good way to describe <laughs> it's it. It's a ship ship graveyard. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. ship show. I'm curious as to how the contractors are selected for that task. If it's like a bidding deal and if it's is it lowest price or you know, is it, you know, so hey bro, hey. I've put thought uh, who knows? Into commissioners, put commissioners into buddy who has allocation rights. Hey, I just happened to open you know, a salvage company. The wife told me to follow the money, so I thought, hmm, let's start with the VA. Get a VA loan for a salvage company. You just get a couple airbags, you float it up, pick it up on a barge. You don't need that. You just need that big Freeman with them big 425s. <laughs> Dive a rope down to her, rip her out. You need a five-gallon bucket of gas and a couple of road flares. Right. Burn it to the water. Burn it down to the water line, and then nobody knows that's right. Even so, yes, I will be following this one closely with the announcement publicly of the appropriated funds. All right. Well, most importantly, just let us know. um, You know. <clears throat> any you, any issues in the future in Brevard down there in the space that coast you need taking that care you of. need taken care of, and we'll talk about it here first. <laughs> yeah. Well, Volusia will <laughs> lead the way. We'll do lead it like way. a month before you ever get there. All right. So <laughs> this note um, I put in before I knew that actually one of the folks – at the table would ultimately <laughs> become involved. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. Because this is my photo that you put in the note <laughs> from when I sent it to you. But, yeah, but you this- sent it, and I. It, it was part of our text. Yeah. And you said, check this out. I, I called it the GOAT. Okay. It's, it's the greatest of all time yeah. listing for... Micro nerds. That's and, fair. And he's saying the timeline was he added it to notes and then you proceeded with listing. No, he proceeded with purchase. Purchasing. Well, I know, but proceeded with the. I was trying not to give away. I didn't know what we were doing here. Okay. I do know he purchased There's it. There's Ben not just getting involved. Here, here but go. I was just trying to paint. Do you a have a shovel in both hands? <laughs> yes, here we go. I was just painting a dyslexic rainbow for everybody to follow the timeline. <laughs> I'm done. What subsection? So here's, here's no, what happened. 8.44153. Because it took you a while to, because you even asked. I asked if anybody knew the gentleman, because uh-huh. I, originally, I originally saw the post on Instagram. And I said, and I vouched. Yes, yes. I did. Yes, yeah. absolutely. This yep. is a good guy. And then I followed up with the, yeah, and then I said, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and get it. And then I sent the post, the Micro skiff listing right. afterwards, and then and that was it. I said, was, I think this is a good post. Perfect. Yes, that was you it. You added it to the. Notes. That was it. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. 
And then I added it. To be clear. Because I think it's noteworthy that to the point that it like should be read. I mean, it, oh, it yeah. should be it definitely memorialized. Should. For sure. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if there was a template for the perfect fuck you listing of something in classifieds on that website, which is just a pack of fucking douchebags. Seafoamers. There is so much just (laughs) dumb shit said with the most confidence I have ever seen on Microskiff. And I mean, I think it was when... uh, I can't even... Let's see. Here we go. What's your dead rock? No low balls. I know what I got. (laughs) I was like, fucking just like... That's hanging from the rim till the fucking glass breaks. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, mm-hmm. just absolutely took it to the hoop. Uh, stored indoors since date of purchase. Approximately 1,200 hours on it. Runs like new. <laughs> I mean, fucking great. Um, anyway, what we're talking about is a casting platform that Captain Owen Armstrong uh, listed on... Micro nerds, um, and Jameson ultimately went and got it, and uh, it's working out quite nice. It it makes a note in there about how fishy the platform is. Uh-huh. And can confirm <laughs> first first trip out with that beautiful uh, throne strapped to my bow. We had a three fish day with. You know, multiple misses and and plenty of fish seen. So, and I, I particularly remember now because I've got it blown up where these old eyes can see it. I loved the line: "This dance floor stands fourteen inches tall, weighing in at around ten pounds." And I, I just loved the use of dance floor. Um, oh my goodness! Um, but but just the slam dunk at the end with the no low balls. I know what I got. <laughs> Exclamation point. So, um, humor is still alive and well. I love it. Um, the, uh, that's a site that I really never ever go on. So, when you shared it in the, mm-hmm. the group text, I was like, oh God, what now? And then I started reading it and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. I go on just to, uh, <laughs> Just for entertainment. Right. You know, it's like the anarchy. all of the experts <clears throat> debating yeah, each other. It's like reading, you know, a propagandist newsletter <laughs> a lot so, of the time. So, Larry, micro skiff to these young bucks is what the Drake was. How, though? No. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, only I, in the idea that they're both a forum. Right. And that's about where the similarities stop. Micro skiff is not a place where, you know, valuable ideas get shared. There's no breakthroughs <laughs> coming out of micro skiff. Micro skiff is. Oh, no, there were no break. Well, there were some, but. <laughs> you know, and friends get made on micro skiff, but very few and far between. And I, while I was never on the Drake, I know. The Drake was. Uh, few and far between. Not true. No, the friendships were made on the Drake. Enemies are made on micro. Yeah. No, that right. That's what I'm saying. The friendships were made. I mean, they're like lifelong friendships yeah. right. that have been made right. through the Drake. <clears throat> and most of the micro skiff is like you fucking idiot. 
that's not how you do this. You should have done this. <laughs> right. Because this is what I'm the Godfather scientist. Chris says, you know. Yeah. Like, so us old dudes don't fit in there. Well, you do if you get enough posts saying that you're correct and anybody who differs with you is incorrect. You know, you could... And they're to be damned to the yeah. fires right. of hell in the skiff world. To the build. You, you could get that status, but right. that's already attained by a select few on that right. platform. So, Well, like the earlier message, block, not going to argue. <laughs> oh, that's that's why I read. Yeah. I, I read and do not engage in an no. advisory sort of way. <laughs> Moderator. Google how versus flip. Just, <laughs> if you really want something. To... So, you know, as a segue, um, great friendships such mm-hmm. as Ben Sittig and mm-hmm. I, uh, that was 100% uh, a result of the Drake message board uh, and uh, trip that was made through the Drake message board. Um, Bill. Ben (laughs) recently did one of his videos, and I can't remember which one it was exactly, but I reached out to him because I thought it was funny. Um, So we had a phone conversation, um, and... We somehow ended up talking about uh, rod tubes and how, um, you know, I had just gotten the four banger Mm -hmm. from um, Riversmith. And and I said, isn't it funny that, uh, you know, you and I both have a history of making fun of them up until the time that we get them. And then they're the coolest fucking thing on the planet. And he's laughing. He said, yeah, of course. Fucking, of course it's that way. Um, And I got Ben so fucking good because during that conversation, he was like, which one did you get? I said, I got a four banger. And I said, who who made the one that you have? And uh, he's like, well, they're not even around anymore. It's like Rod Locker. And uh, he opined about what happened with them or whatever. And uh, I said, well, you know, I've got the River Quiver four banger, you know, with the low profile, uh, quick release uh, mounts and everything. Fucking love it. And I was like, dude, do you realize that like, you know, I'm sure you've got to realize because out in out in Colorado, there's so many more of you. I said, you know. I already have trouble keeping up with waving to people because, you know, I'm in a Jeep. Oh, yeah. I said, but we're seeing more and more around. And uh, I said, you know, if you see somebody else with a rod tube, you have to throw up a a wave. And Ben's like, no way. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. He was like, what is it, like uh, like a peace sign or like a full (laughs) wave? I was like, no, man. I said, if... You have like I've got a four banger. It's like fucking four fingers, oh, like a little nice. like four, and then they'll if they've got like a two banger, they'll throw back like a two. Ooh, I, I said it's almost like gang signs, and he's like, three. no way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, you didn't know that. Wu Tang, <laughs> yeah, three banger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shocker, <laughs> the <laughs> shocker locker. <laughs> uh, you got the uh, what would the uh, the moonshine be in the stink? 
Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, goodness. The toadfish. Yeah. <laughs> toadfish is out of business. I yeah. know. R.I.P. Yeah. When gone. these boys get their uh, river quiver, it's just going to be this because it's going to be the. <clears throat> The, sh- <laughs> the shorty, the shorty, just Happy. a, just a Happy. thumbs up, thumbs up, just a little thumbs up. It's nice. Yo, SA. I was thinking the one bagger would this. be a good just middle finger. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, man, we've uh, we've had a couple of smart folks that have reached out and uh, gotten the old discount Taking code. Advantage. Taking Might advantage, well. man. We're big proponents of saving a buck or two. Oh yes, why not? Right? What? Uh, what who's the ad that, that always talks about saving a buck or two? I don't know. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's see. The next show note we got is the next generation of guides. Oh yeah. Oh god. So I don't know what brought this up. Oh. Um, I think I put that in there. Well, based on your question set here, <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine. I know what brought this up. You have somebody in mind. Mark, Mark's going to walk away from this one real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do know. I do know. Um, so, we are experiencing, we're in the infancy of a new generation of for those listening and can't see me air quotes new guides oh it's a transition you boomer it's time for you boomers to get out of the i'm not a boomer i'm a gen xer well um all the same i i can actually hold my own i don't get my feelings hurt um especially not because somebody said something on a podcast um but what makes a good guide um so if you're and, and this is like a legit question for around the table sure like if you are going somewhere and you don't already have a basis of knowledge for who you want to or should contact you know and, and go out with what kind of research do you do? Like, what, how do you make your decision on who that's going to be? Social media presence? I do a couple of things. Okay. Go ahead. First would be ask anybody that I know that happens to live in that area who okay. they would recommend. Okay. I'm okay for the moment. Okay. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Second would... And if that that search doesn't come up with anybody, second would probably be the fly shop. Okay. And solid. Okay. Third would be Instagram. Um, but Ooh. the Instagram has to meet a certain set of criteria. Like I don't want to go to your page and just see you know the fattest fish of all time. Right. Every single post because that's to me somebody that doesn't necessarily get it, or at least the way that I like. Right. Fishing. Mm-hmm. And I get it, right? I get why there's the want to post all the big fish you catch. Okay. But I don't know. I have a, a way of judging it that's kind of subjective that can't really be outlined. Okay. Fair enough. So no, I, Those would I, be I, my three pillars. Okay. So where does the skiff that they run and the tackle that they use weigh into your decision making? 
Well, because it's fly fishing, and if you're into fly fishing, you probably have your own tackle unless you're a trout guy coming into tarpon fishing. And in that case, it doesn't matter at all because you probably can't cast anyway. Um, <clears throat> skiff choice could give a fuck. Okay. And same thing with tackle. Okay. So are you saying you don't give a fuck because you're going to bring your own? Or it, it depends on the type of trip, and it depends on that if that's something that they're cool with. You know, I'm not, I'm not a snob that has to use my own fly rod, but uh, if they allow it, then I will, just because I'm more comfortable with my stuff. But okay, um, I feel confident enough in my casting that I will be able to cast whatever they put in my hand. Okay, fair. Um, is there a criteria or a break point that you look for or you would say you know well the guy has this many years of experience so i'm willing to reach in my pocket take my hard-earned money out and take a chance with this guy i've been able to check the box on all these other criteria you know um but you know, he only has this much experience or I'm fucking going with this guy because he has this much experience. And how do you verify that experience? I think that's, that's the key question is how do you verify? Cause like I can say that I've been fly fishing for a dozen years now or whatever. Right. You know, and there's nobody that's going to call me on that. So if I wanted to say I've been guiding for X number of years, you know, yeah, but you can figure out pretty quick whether they really have or they haven't. That's fair. Right? I don't know. I, I don't. I. That's one of those that doesn't really factor into my mind. Really, as much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like your first year guiding, in which case I would have. I would, if I had already booked the trip and I found that out, I would just have the grain of salt going into it. All right. Well, let's let's boil it down a little bit further. Um, maybe they haven't been running charters and guiding for a whole lot of years how do you know how long they've been is it fishing that's important to you or specifically fly fishing that would be important to you to make your decision that's a good one it's probably a combination of the two i mean i think there's things that can correlate from conventional fishing to fly fishing but typically the tactics are different if you're talking about like you know live bait fishing or, or dunking bait at the inlet versus pulling a shoreline, those are two very different things. So years of fly fishing would be important, but um, you know I think overall years of fishing is something that could be easily determined via Instagram if they have a public Instagram account. So. Ben? I think for me, starting back over this list, looking at the skiff that does matter in the sense of if you've got a trolling motor, I'm just not going to go with you. I don't want to get my shit tangled on it. I don't want to get wrapped around it. It's just not what I do. Um, there's probably some deep water fishing instances where that rule doesn't apply. But if I'm going to like get a Mosquito Lagoon guide, I don't want to go fly fish with somebody who's got a trolling motor. Um, I also want them to have put in the work pulling something and know what the bottom's like and where oyster bars are and things of that nature. Um, the years of experience, at first I was like, I don't know if it matters too much, but I, 
maybe don't maybe don't take you serious at it till you've had six or seven years of doing it. Um, I, I'm like the annoying job you apply for that wants you to have five years of experience right out of college. Right. That's probably how I'd describe it, being self-analytical. I just typically, unless you're referred to by someone I trust, like obviously like in Tennessee, I've fished with Jonathan, and that was a little bit different circumstance, but, or Kyle, there's, there's people that you know that are good, but if you don't have the referral and you're starting from scratch, I've done Google searches and then, like, tried to go off that, which gets pretty sticky. Um, yeah, because, I mean... It's pretty hard to find a guide if you don't have a referral. Right. Uh, to be honest. And then the fly shop route, like you said, is good. Um, and I think that's probably, in my mind, absent really being able to have a personal trusted source mm-hmm. that gives me a recommendation. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna lean heavy on a fly shop. Yeah. Um but then even then sometimes Sometimes it's who greases the fly shop's wheels the most. Right. Um or the fly shop is really just a booking agent for everybody in the area and they're getting a cut so mm-hmm. You know, you don't know that the five guys that they really trust have already been booked that day, and you're getting number six, mm-hmm. who's a dude that's really only been fly fishing two years. Right. Um, <laughs> I do. And you're just getting thrown to the wolves and having your money taken. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you brought up, there's a whole different way of handling the skiff when you're polling when it comes to fly fishing versus pulling a skiff and you've got somebody with spinning gear on the front mm-hmm. you know somebody with a spinning rod can take a shot pretty much anywhere around the boat without any due regard for the position of the boat right versus with fly fishing you know you're having to position that boat not only based on are they right-handed? Are they left-handed? Is the shoreline, do they have a good back cast? Do they, you know, where's the wind coming from? You know, is the wind going to push it into their shoulder? Is it going to be away from them? You know, is the fly going to hit me on the back of the boat? You know, all these different variables. And quite honestly, you know, it gets back to the, and I, you know, I don't think it's a snobbery or an elitist kind of thing, but if you've been around and you fly fished long enough, you kind of demand a certain level of performance of even your buddies that you're willing yeah. to fish with, let alone somebody that you're going to fork over money to. Right. And uh, that's not to say that there are some young guys that have transitioned to taking money to go fish, um, you know, and, and, and are comfortable being on the back of the boat all day. And they're, they're going to be that guide. Um, and maybe they only have two or three years of fly fishing experience, but on their days off, they're out there, they're doing it. You know, um, I always try to figure out too. One of the things, one of the metrics I look into is, 
are they really a full-time guy? Right. Is is this what they're doing to earn their living? Yeah. Because God love you guys. Firefighters are, are awesome. But, you know, it's like just cliche here in Florida anyway. There's a ton of guys that work at the firehouse for their 24 on, 48 off. And one of their 48 off, they're booked and they're out fishing as a guide. A lot, a lot more in the offshore game than the inshore game. But, right. Um, Other contracting jobs as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it's, uh, you know, here, here locally, um, local meaning Mosquito Lagoon, Merritt Island um, specifically, there's what a list of 80. Um, permitted, <laughs> permitted guides. That's not to say that there's not more that are out there fishing that aren't permitted. Um, but even even that, that's not the that's not the venue. The Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge is not vetting these people. These are the guys that won the position in a lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, pay the hundred dollar a year. Yeah, they pay whatever. the hundred, two hundred dollar fee or whatever. They went to uh, Bass Pro Shops six weekend in, weekends in a row and got a CPR certification. They're now a captain, a credentialed, <laughs> m- you know, merchant marine mariner. Yeah, got that six pack. Got the the six pack, and they've hung a shingle. Um, it's a slippery slope. Um, I think the thing that really tip is the tipping point to me is when able. Hold on, let's see. We got something going on here. Do you want to use the audio device? Here we go again. Now, um, Microsoft trying to hijack our uh, podcast. So the, off gates. <laughs> the one the one thing that uh, I think is a good tipping point is looking to see if if you're able to you know ascertain the information is how involved whether young old or otherwise th- these people that are hanging the shingle out as a guide are in their local um, waters supporting conservation work right um are they simply using re- hashtags are they simply a hashtag warrior or they repost you know there's pharmaceuticals in the in the fish uh kind of articles or do they actually give their time and show up and do things in support of organizations that that are actually doing feet wet you know Mm -hmm. but in the water kind of stuff how are you going to verify that right if you're just looking at their social media pages you're you're gonna you're gonna see the reposts you're gonna see yeah but you can can kind of get the feel if you're shoveling oysters one weekend at mdc and there's there's other organizations up and down the whole state that you can get involved with but like Typically, if you're doing that, you're probably posting like, hey, we're out here doing this. We're doing that. Like, you're going to see that. Yeah. Like, I use their social media to vet against them. You can't prove your experience to me, but you can prove what you're not doing. Yeah. Or if, if you know, 
most of their posts are what if they're on an alliance just criticisms of everybody else yeah. and what they're doing fair um you know and I, I, Ben, you you said it. It's like you know, disprove my um, reticence towards using you, and and you know you can slowly chip away at that kind of thing. I just think that the whole guide game is getting so skewed right now. Um, I think I think it's because it's so accessible now. Like you just got to have a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, everyone fudges the hours. You have some money, you can go get your license. And so everyone's, because there's so many popping up. I mean, it's not hard to get a really nice skiff these days either. No. I mean, there's there's a bank up in, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit north of here that'll loan money and tell you where to fish. Actually, and, set you up and tell you yeah. where you're going to live, where you're going to fish. You can have a whole business. You can have a whole business financed. I do want to add the caveat to my answers. The last time I was on a guided fishing trip, I was like six, and it was an offshore trip. The last time I fished with a guide was like a couple years ago, and he was a buddy of mine. So take my answers with a grain of salt. Nine out of ten times, I'm going to go do it solo. And Well, so, okay, hold on. So you don't have to say your buddy's name, sure. but you went fishing with your buddy who's mm-hmm. a guide. So mm-hmm. it was... Hashtag guides day off, right? Yep. So. Night off, but yeah. Tell me, tell me the attributes of your friend that. Sure. Would, would lead you to believe, I mean, you're already friends. We're going to discount that away. And you just say, well, I went and I had this experience, which led me to conclude, Mm -hmm. you know, he did know what he was doing because he had A, B, or C, or did A, B, or C, you know. Sure. So so this is a unique case because I have known this particular guide for a, a long time, um, and I knew him before he started guiding, and he is one of those people that was every spare second of the day on the water. I mean, he fished more than anybody I ever have known. Um. <clears throat> And even on social media, he posted stuff, but it wasn't necessarily easy to tell. Um, he very, he worked his way up from his bootstraps, always trying to get the best gear, the best boat, the you know, trying to become what he thought was a reputable guide. And he even actually started um, working with another more reputable guide. Uh, in the area taking on taking overflow yeah taking trips that the other guide couldn't do um spending spare time with that mentor guide to sort mm-hmm. of learn the ropes um and you know he has developed the the skills that you're talking about the attributes of pulling the boat positioning the boat knowing how to set up somebody that may not be as experienced to get those return clients and so a lot of his clients now are ones that he took out when he was first starting it gave them a discounted rate you know let them know on the forefront like hey you know i'm just i'm getting into this you know obviously i'm not going to expect you to be paying me the same as you would for a guy that's been doing this for 30 years so um you know he he went about it a very humble way he didn't didn't you know preach on social media didn't try to you know get the the biggest sponsorships didn't didn't boast about how great he was he he was a 
nose to the grindstone, you know, quiet. Put in his time. Correct. Um, you brought up a good point that I think is probably overlooked. Um, the the junior guide, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mm-hmm. kind of aspect of, uh, and I think that's something that's way more common up north, right, in the trout country. Even if you're, you know, rowing boats or doing overnight floats, you know, you spend time as a bag guy. You're you're the one that goes and sets up camps, and every off day you're fishing with those guides, or right, you know, if you're in a, a walking wade type thing. Every off day, you're with those guides walking and waiting and trying to learn the ropes. Well, and and you you become their trusted guy that, you know, they've got two good clients that happen to want to come in the same damn week and want to fish the same damn days. Mm-hmm. And they've got to say yes to one and no to the other, but they're going to say no, but no, however, yeah. I have Marcus that's going to take you out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I almost feel like the answer to our question is, is are you better off finding out who are the really good guides? Who, who are the guys with a decent reputation mm-hmm. that, you know, don't maybe don't do the vetting yourself. Sure. Uh, a lot of times, maybe, uh, Call somebody that you know is probably going to already be booked, mm-hmm. and be like, "Man, I, you know, there's a there's a whole handful of guys out here that say that they're, you know, and and I don't need your commentary on who's the good guy, the bad guy, or the the hack." Yeah. Are you available on this day? And if not, tell me who. Yeah. You can you you can line me up with. Um, you know, I I make no bones about it. I don't fish with guides very often, as far as being a paying client. Um, but I do a very similar situation to you. Um, I've got friends <clears throat> that are guides, and I get opportunities to go fishing with them from time to time. And each and every one of them, I would say, the least common denominator that I've found with them is they're wildly independent um, when it comes to how they learned the fishery. Mm -hmm. They, (coughs) to a fault, made sure that whatever they did, they could never be accused of having it handed to them or that they had copied or followed someone that they went out and literally learned it themselves. And by doing it that way, those old school guides took notice of them quietly toiling away. And, you know, for as small as the fly fishing community is, the fly fishing guide community is even smaller. And those guys are fiercely, um, defensive of mm-hmm. the business the the territory uh, the intellectual property <laughs> shall we say this is my flat <laughs> but um 
when they see somebody come in and do it the right way, not somebody that follows around with a pair of binoculars and says, oh, that's where they fish. Let me mark that on my GPS. You know, that's so-and-so's boat. I I need to mark that. (laughs) Versus, oh, look at that kid way over there pulling that flat. I remember, God, years ago there used to be fish over there, and I hadn't fished that in a long time. And then you happen to bump into that kid at the ramp, and you're like, hey, did I see you over at such and such? Yeah, what the heck were you doing over there? Well, I had an idea that if the tide was doing this or, you know, did you get any fit? Yeah. And like they're like, damn, this kid's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just uh, <clears throat> I've been hearing some uh, rumblings of some people that have shit only been throwing a fly rod for a couple of years talking about hanging a shingle and i'm like what the fuck is going on and i think (laughs) i think what empowers that idea is fucking youtube and and Mm -hmm. instagram and it's it's not healthy for for anybody well i'm sure that there's some guys out there that you know see the sponsorships and see all the pro staff programs that they can get on and you know yeah, I like the guiding thing. I could do that. I like to fish and get into it and, you know, just use it for the milk, milk it for the, for the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. The funny trend in my area <laughs> is you can tell based off Instagram and Facebook stories who's fixing to get their captain's license <laughs> because the different guides they've like quote unquote come up with learning how to fly fish in the last couple of years all of a sudden those guides aren't in their photos and videos and they're on different people's boats because they've probably let it slip that I think I'm going to go ahead and get my captain's license and all of a sudden you get the well you're not getting my shit right and so it's my new hobby the last six months has been watching who's not fishing with whom uh, and then seeing what's that's gonna, the tell, yeah, uh, and to see, I'm like, it's like a, it's a little crime scene tether line. You're like, okay, this person <laughs> might be making a break for it, right? So therefore, you're not going to fish with me because I'm done leading, you know, yeah, showing you where to go, right? Makes sense. <sighs> oh, let's see what else we got here. Um. We we had visitors uh, to the lagoon. um, We did. That uh, were here. It's weird to say visitors because the company that they represent is actually a local sunglass company. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, they're they're doing their little grift. um, And... uh, <clears throat> the entire time that they were here creating content, you know, creating content, um, they didn't engage with the local community no. much at all. No. If, if, if at all, it was to <clears throat> find, you know, a few people that were willing for a pair of free sunglasses or something to go out and shoot some video or some photos. I don't even know um, if it was for that. Or if it was even for that. Um, <laughs> And uh, it was kind of sad because yep. 
they were here a week prior to us doing the mm-hmm. the F3T event over at MDC and with a little bit of forethought and uh, actually connecting with the local community, they would have been able to say, wait a second, we're off by a week. Let's, uh, let's move our schedule around and we could actually come in, do our thing that we want to do, actually help promote um, – Supporting our local uh, nonprofit that's doing great work because they did go. I will give credit where credit's due. They did go by and uh, spent some time at MDC learning about what MDC does. Um, but they sure didn't stick around to uh, be part of using their position, their position, and their clout. Yeah, you know. To, to highlight that there was an opportunity to come and uh, enjoy the engage. campus and engage and support. So, um, disheartening. I, I just saw that as a huge trout set on the part of that brand. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I temper it with uh, knowing that uh, their target audience um, that they're selling sunglasses too is um i don't know a lot of people with i think it's i I think i think it's the low experience entry it's the people that don't know any better it's the people that are just getting into it it's the people that (coughs) have been in it a short amount of time but aren't going to take the time to research the the lifestyle branding is all inclusive everybody's welcome sure well it's the, the the lifestyle branding is the look. Right. It's not the lifestyle. It's the look. It's a look branding, not a That's fair. lifestyle branding. Um, What do I have here? Marketing miss. This is about yes. the sage rod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. The new R8 salt, I think. Um, My... My idea when I saw this was uh, I just think that Farbank and Sage specifically um, are pushing the idea of guide worship. Um, it's it's wholly out of step with reality. Um, I would believe one of you guys from around the table or somebody within my orbit of friends to tell me what is a rod that, you know, they enjoy throwing because you know, what rings in my ear every time I see something like this, where it's like all these guides help develop this. And (coughs) I am so sorry about this cough y'all. Um, when we went to uh, up to Tennessee for the um, Taylor Park Casting Championships, mm-hmm. it was funny to me because a bunch of the dudes that were there were the guys on the oars, right? Yeah. And uh, they were not digging the idea of getting in on that contest. Heck no. Much like the guy that spends all his time at the back end of the boat. Yeah, and and Shane, which is one of the guys up there, he actually said it out loud. He was like, are you shitting me? I row a damn boat all day. I don't cast. And likewise, 
they talk about how all these guides have, dude, you call a good keys guide right now. And you ask them when the last time? No, 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 no. Forget that. Forget that. Okay. Because they could easily tell you bullshit and say, "Oh, I fish every day. Um, I'm a I'm a great caster." Not saying that they're not, but (coughs) from now till what July? They're on the back of a skiff because it's tarpon season. Right. Like they're going to do a four month stretch. Sure. And not even touch a fly rod. They're not going to want to fucking look at a fly rod. Um, and then during the off season, what are they going to, you know, I mean, again, I just, I, I just thought it was a marketing miss. Like, you know, yeah. if, if there ever was a time to enlist the anglers that ultimately are going to be the end user this would be the time yeah. to to like almost like crowdsource the opinion from the people that are going to use it, the, mm-hmm. the people up on the pointy end, up on the dance floor. Sure. Is the guy on the back of the skiff necessary? Absolutely. To get me in line for the shot, not to fucking cast the rod. It's a total mess. I should have gone to Andy <laughs> first. I'll be right back. This is killing me. <laughs> you know, and... <coughs> Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, folks. He's going to be okay. <laughs> He's fighting off that, you know, that cough. I mean, when is enough going to be enough? You can only tweak graphite and carbon so much. Yeah. And it's... Like it's not. I don't know how much noticeable any of this shit is anymore. A bamboo Other than rod that has to be hand planed. No, that was Mark. That was two years ago with Thomas and Thomas. That that that's on a four year cycle. That'll come back around in a couple years. Ben's the but, carpenter. He knows that hundred thousandths of an inch game with his dovetails and. Yeah. I mean, you're basically laying material out, rolling it. Right. And. Well, and here's another thing, right? The guides that they're going to go to are sage guides. Right. You think without a shadow of a doubt. Who get their stuff for free. That the sage guide who gets their stuff for free, just like you were saying, potentially gets paid to advertise for sage, is going to say anything bad about a sage product? No, no. I I, I mean, if someone gave me a quiver of rods for free... They're the best rods you've ever had. Um, amongst our friends. Here's, oh, this is fucking bullshit. But to the world, this is the best yeah. rod hands down. Yeah, you know, and, and it just is unfortunate that that's what the, the marketing ploy went to. You know, they're, and I remember a popular sticker among guides that went around not too long ago, guide, not God. Yeah. And we seem to be leaning much more towards the God phase yeah. instead of the guide phase. 100%. So, I don't know. I'm just going to go back to glass. <laughs> glass isn't dead. <laughs> glass is still king. Are you back? Because I think these next couple Uh-oh. talking topics are, are all you, Larry. Yeah? <laughs> Uh-oh. Am I burning it down? 
Let me see here. Let me bring this back up. Oh, I got a name for those two. I was going to move on, but like, <laughs> there's. I've already been hammered. All right, hold on. I Let me open up my notes. Those two, I didn't see those notes when this was made. So I don't know what this one's about. I don't know what this one's about either. All right. And I'm sure it's going to be an off-air conversation. Well, mine was on air, and I caught a lot of slack. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Oh, this has to do with... Who'd you I talk shit you. about? <laughs> was it worse than Ben? Last name rhymes with turd. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So, oh, I... Yeah, so... Under the whole guide worship and and such, um, you know, there's certainly personalities that, um, you know, are developed over time through social media, through uh, streaming TV service, um, TV shows. Um, Only fans. That I'm sure is a possibility as well, um, but uh, that's I, when nine dollars, when there's more so than the the disconnect that I feel there is when when we say, oh, trust this rod because all these guides say it's the best rod ever. Um, Okay, might work on. Maybe we're in a maybe we're in a small minority, and we're just on the wrong side of the issue. Um, that that could very well easily be the case, though I doubt it. Um, akin to that <clears throat> is we're probably too close <clears throat> to the monkey house. Is uh, the way we talk about it. Um, we know which monkeys are slinging poop, oh, and uh, we we Talking can shit. <clears throat> we can see, uh, and we know things like uh, you know prior arrests. It's, um, it's <coughs> oh, simple, you mean lewd conduct? Right. Public record. Um, it's public record. It's that's public record and not so flattering. Um, <laughs> Profile pictures, I think we'll call them. Um, it's the profile picture that you get taken down at the county jail. And the fact that some of these folks that with any kind of like local knowledge, you see them being foisted upon the masses as like the next latest, greatest oh, yeah. spokesperson, spokesmodel. You're like, are you shitting me? Do, do they not do like the most basic of vetting for who they're going to have represent their brand? No. Because, I mean, wow. And and I, I was that person in the link that, that I had? Oh. Let me see. Holy shit. Y'all, Ben's getting drunk. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, he is pouring whiskey. Whoa. Settle down there, four fingers. Sheesh. <laughs> I'll give it two. Two fingers. Sheesh. It's like, how is this fly rod going to be used, right? How far do they want to cast? They want a carry line or shoot line. How big? They want to, they want to cast to the moon, bitches. Carry line or shoot? That's different, you know. It gets wrapped up into 
short shooting <clears throat> head versus long taper, which is really more on the fly line than the rod. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that didn't really have anything. To, yeah, the R eight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, we'll just go ahead and put it out there. Um, no different than us influencing uh, Brevard County to clean up. Uh, yeah, their the their thing. boats. Um, yeah. You might want to you might want to reach out to the old Taylor Trash crew and say, hey, we've uh, got a, a new spokes model that we're thinking about. Uh, you know, yeah, utilizing I'll, to to represent I'll our do, company. I'll do the record search. Yeah, we'll 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 show you how Google works and uh, how you do a name and then you put images and. No, you, no, no! You're you're missing the metrics. The metrics are Instagram follows. Impressions, yeah. um, interactions. Oh, we'll on the I mean, it's, it's been a while since I've been in the workforce, but I, Listen, I think of that as, is, as working. And this uh-huh. is what happens. Background when checks you were performed. Yeah, this is what happens when you outsource marketing to China corporations oh. that are outdoor marketing corporations that well, have a number of brands under their wing and hire. I'll call them people, fresh out of uh, marketing grad school, right? That have zero real world experience and have zero experience in the area that they'll be marketing to. Right? Well, let's let's even pull it a tighter scope. My wife has a marketing degree. She is in a field at an outdoor shopping center where she can relate to. But if she worked for a marketing firm and they're like, "You're handling these accounts." She doesn't fly fish. She doesn't have the experience to say she might see someone who's got 40,000 followers. Be like, okay, they fish. They've got a reach. Let's do something versus the inside workings of, okay, that person sucks or nobody actually respects that person. To, there's no real world experience. So you have people like her in charge of these marketing teams. Sure. No, I'm, I'm not trashing these people that are getting these opportunities from these marketing companies. No. I'm trashing the people at the marketing companies who are making the decision to put these folks in right. the position that they are, where they, yeah, have, it's hard. they have it's, to make a judgment call without knowing anything about the it's industry. Hard, exactly. It's hard to respect the brand and it's very and trust obvious. the brand mm-hmm. when they're utilizing people that a lot of us know have no morals mm-hmm. they have criminal records and they've just been able to maximize somehow <laughs> a, a a following of of people that don't know anything about them and it's just a couple of number game and it's like you know you're just like no way man i wouldn't i'm not spending a fucking dollar with your company because that's who yeah. you're associating with. That's, and you're, right. that's what you're choosing you, as representation. Yeah, and you think that I'm supposed to look up to that? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck I, you. I know Just a little bit. My dollar spent to you will go to either free shit for them. Mm-hmm. Or, or a free trip. Or payment or a trip. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> Bail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking shocking. Um, and... Unlike we get accused of, we're not naming names. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using handles. 
<laughs> it's not a legally binding name. That could be anybody. Right. All right. Well, enough bitching about like stuff. Um, you guys are so negative. We're, we've we've moved on, and uh, I had the opportunity to uh, fish with Wilds Drake. Um, what? What? Must be nice. <laughs> you didn't eat? It was a Friday yes. fest. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, he, he was. He was passing through. He well, he came down. He stayed the night here, and uh, we hung out and fished. Oh, that's when I flaked out. Something happened, and I fell asleep. And I remember that. Oh. I definitely flaked out. Oh, I'm sensing a theme here. So. Wilds, Larry, and Mark all get the No, invite. it was did you in get the an group. In? I didn't. Yeah, it was in. Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, Ben you said were he couldn't make it. Uh, I got the vid. Video uh, game? No, I got really sick. And I, Who said that's no longer an issue as of today? They've de-escalated that. Well, okay, so Ben and I flaked out. because I said I would come, and I think I passed out or something. I do remember. Yes. Yeah. So yep. he he was coming into town to to pick up a trailer, of which Ben got the trailer and yeah. and drop. Where did you? I did, you 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 dropped it here. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. got sick and I didn't want to go around you. That's right. Vice versa. And then Mark just flaked. Did the Mark thing? <laughs> Him out. And then you were out of town. I think I was schmoozing. Well, <sighs> I mean working. There, it was that, and we were like, well, it would almost kind of sort of be like he went to South Carolina yeah. if he got to come and see somebody from South Carolina. <laughs> so we'll just tell him just about it after him. the fact. Yeah, yeah um, that figures. But uh, <laughs> we we actually took the whip ray out, and uh, we fished uh, down south. And uh, So that's who you fished down that's south? That's who I fished with down and south. You caught a fish, too? No, I did not. Wow. Um, actually, did, if you look at my notes, it was fucking monumentally frustrating, right? <laughs> um, it was one of those days, and we've all had them. Some days you have it, um, some days you don't. So I was fishing this little teeny tiny bait fish pattern, like teeny tiny little fucking thing. And I had no less than three fish try to gobble it up. Like I was, I was on. I was feeding fish. Did you pull it out of their mouth? I was pulling it out of their oh, mouth. I was God. just like, I could not fucking Get button that. it up. Yeah. And uh, sounds familiar. <laughs> after a while, you know, you're like, all right. I'm being a dick if I stay up here any longer. Like, you know, I've I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. You know, technically, I've probably caught three fish. I should have relinquished the bow a long time ago. So at some point, I was like, you know, each time, I'd be like, hey, you want to switch up? And Wilds would be like, you know, Mr. Generosity. No, stay up there, man. Wait till you get one. What's your miscount? What am I? What's 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 the miscount before you ask that question? Oh, if I miss the first one, I'll typically be like, if it's like a legit follow, yeah. If it's an if, honest, yeah. If it's you know, I'll be like, all right, man, it's your turn or whatever. Right. And it, nine times out of ten, with the people I fish with, they're like, nah, stay up there till you actually sure. give one a skiff ride. Um, so <clears throat> after like the third time, you know, I'm like, re- I'm like 
mentally defeated and emotionally damaged. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, let's switch out. And he's like, no, 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 you're good. You're good. And then, so now I'm like fucking slapping the fucking fly. Like, I'm just, I'm not, you know, it's just like, fuck, I'm falling apart. Right. Yeah, it all tumbles down. Yeah. It just, it's just a fucking shit show. The avalanche has started. Did you get into the mangroves a couple times too? No, we weren't. No, we weren't fishing somewhere like that. Um, so, I just put myself on the proverbial clock and said, "Okay, if we haven't seen a fish or I haven't done anything by that mangrove way up there, you we're know, switching. we're switching." Yeah. So we get there, we switch. We didn't switch the fly. We didn't do anything. I just simply got down, handed him the fucking rod. Oh, that's the worst. And he fucking catches a fish like five minutes later. That's the I was just like. And of course, then he insists that I get back up Uh because he's just a fucking awesome dude. And, uh, you know, we didn't. We actually did not have any further legitimate redfish shots. But what we did have fucking shots at, which was weird as fuck, were like one to three pound black drum. Hmm. Yeah. It was a, we, we stumbled into the, the black drum the daycare school. center. Yeah. <laughs> Still had the bars on the side. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Looked like fat sheep's head. Yeah. Just little pudgy <laughs> little fuckers. Um, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just a, a, a quick trip, um, and then uh, I have to pride myself. Um, we're, like, trying to figure out what we're going to do for dinner, and, uh, you know, we all know that, because uh, he had come in. It was around, like, lunch. Yeah, he got here around mm-hmm. lunchtime, so we did, like, an afternoonish trip so when we got off the water it was already you know like oak hill's already starting the process of rolling up the uh sidewalks so mm-hmm. we went to uh dollar general oh, and i yes. bought groceries at dollar general and i ended up making uh a really good uh jambalaya oh. uh, these little salad shrimps that they had in the frozen section, <laughs> some uh, smoked sausage, the, the little 80, 80 100. Yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, along with uh, some Zatarin's, uh, you know, like jambalaya rice or whatever. Yep. And dude, it turned out great. Um, you know, it's always a challenge. It's like, what can I? What kind of culinary experience <laughs> right. can I create at Dollar General? So, especially if, if in we ever. Kill. Get the cookbook actually up and going. We need to have Larry's so, Dollar General section. <laughs> yeah, with do like that. a dozen Dollar um, General recipes and their need, cost because it's probably only what you spent oh, fifteen dollars oh, yeah. less. Yeah. Less. Yeah. Yeah. We do need to little have a little powwow about that because I have fleshed out a handful of my recipes and like started. We'll call it storyboarding for lack of better term. How to fit what we need in there. So I do need recipes from people, and so we'll go from there. All like, right. are you asking Joe Public? No, no, no. no. Oh, the table. No. Okay. The Taylor Trash Cookbook coming mm. to a kitchen table near you someday. There we go. Um, 
anniversary party at OCFS. Heck yeah. So, uh, what's that? Old City. Old City, old city, city Fly Shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they make the motorcycles, bro. Jesus. <laughs> um, You're only there uh, for like six hours, Mark. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> it was a hoot and nanny. We, uh, Carl was there. Carl was there. <laughs> He's alive. Him doing. We got up there 11 ish, 11 30, I think. Um, Ben, you were there, right? No, I was sick. That's I right. Was, you were I still was sick. shortly you got there. behind you. Yeah. I was gasping for air. And then after you guys left, traffic was <laughs> terrible oh, getting man. up there. 95 was a wreck. I don't yeah. know what it was. We took US 1. Like, we got off. Like, yeah. as soon as we realized how bad US 1 was, we got off and, uh, or how bad. 95, 95 was. was we got off on us one but there were no obstructions no accidents no it just cage. it's congestion yeah well it was spring break and you had the snowbirders starting their uh-huh. oh yeah northern pilgrimage yes mass holes i mean for as much as i was happy to see them leave i wanted them off my road too for fuck's sake um so uh you know, congratulations uh, to Travis and the boys, uh, Matt. Heck of a good time. You know, oh, yeah. the the party that they put on uh, was was great. They had a uh, great contest, you know, that they were doing, a little casting competition kind of thing. Um, it was nice. We got to run into uh, Chase, um, their, the rep that we know. Uh, mm-hmm. That does Umqua as well as uh, Waterworks. Waterworks, Waterworks, Lampson, yep. and uh, we know him. We see him when we're in Tennessee. Uh, he takes care of the shops up there as well, yep. and uh, hung out with him for part of the time. We got to see our old buddy Carl. Yeah. Uh, from time to time, we still get DMs <laughs> of people saying, "Hey, man, what happened to Carl? Carl is actually Carl's living." Carl's he's, actually living his best life right living. now. He's he's doing uh, doing really well, uh, working on uh, big boats. L I B I N. That's it, brother. Doing uh, a lot of paint work, paint prep work on some really big yachts mm-hmm. and big center consoles and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we still love him. Getting forty <laughs> hours in plus a lot of overtime and just uh, mm-hmm. living that. St. Augustine life. Got to see Mike and Randy, the Simplest Gift guys. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Casey, sorry. We saw Inside uh, our favorite lacrosse player. We did. And uh, Which I think is now a champion. A champion, champion. yeah. Wow. Of the Jeez. conference champion. I don't Don't look over here. I don't follow. I don't know leagues. what conference it is. Yeah, it, it's a conference. It's it's a small you know conference for smaller schools yeah. or whatever. But they they won the, the conference. Less. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, made out like a bandit in the I sail bin. I got to show my <laughs> antique lamps and conic. Oh, nerd! <laughs> I didn't. I left the vanquishes at home, but you know, long time lamps and guy over here. Well, we we in talked. Fact, to, I have a lamps. Don't tell them, Mark. Don't tell them. Don't. We, uh, oh. I think we're going to get a couple Stop. of, uh, no, don't talk about <laughs> no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. They, they weren't on the bandwagon to begin with, so they can stay outside the ring. All right. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> I see how it is, Mark. Well, you know, in, in hindsight, earlier in the show when they were gloating about getting the only two T-shirts before I pulled the other two. <laughs> that's okay. I think, yep. uh, Mark, that's that's, that's well played. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, so uh, that was uh, a Saturday. And the following Saturday, mm-hmm. we hosted the F3T at Marine Discovery Center. F3T at MDC. So... Let's talk about the fucking tailgate. Boy, oh boy. The tailgate. <clears throat> Dude, I, I think the we, fact that we had someone bring two kegs of homebrewed <laughs> yes. fucking beer on tap. Good homebrewed. With, with, Somebody missed his calling. With a fucking killer tap system yeah. in the bed of their truck with like taps on the, tap on the tailgate. Custom tap handles. Yeah. Display board. Yeah. <laughs> the names were great. Yep. Pizza ovens. Ditch water. Um, Tailgate grills. Oh, oh my God. Dewan had the freaking pizza oven and going. It was so good. God almighty, wasn't it? Here's, here's there, was, there was somebody there that was serving some East Tennessee barbecue that was like fucking pretty out of this world, too, with mm-hmm. some like uh, super good smoked green beans for yep. a side. Yeah. It was fun. killer. Who was that guy? Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what. So I think Dewan won it again. You think so? Because I I need to put together the award. You could have gone over there and said, hey, I want a pizza with pepperoni, truffles, and sturgeon caviar. Not a problem. Got it. If you wanted it, he had it. It wasn't, oh, God. I got you, dude. And there were plenty of people that were sharing, you know, don't, I'm not trying to piss off the world. There were excellent tacos being made. There were, Jameson had Bubba Burgers, I think. I, I, I had a, <laughs> hey, at least you had spam. You had was, spam, which yes. I got mad respect for. I had which was attempted in to make Hawaiian burgers with the luau. So correct between you know Jameson and and Dewan. And we can't, you can't give shit. it to me, but because here's here's why you can't give it to me. The only two people that ate one of Jameson's spam burgers. Was myself and Jacqueline. <laughs> well, but I did not get time because I think you and I. Here's and I used the term loot got roped into a booth switch. Yeah, we needed to, we needed to relieve Larry and Shannon, right? They roped were, into they that's, were the real MVPs, I, I don't know, like, and they got absolutely buried asked, at the booth. Asked into. No, we're rope just first rope just sound cooler. Right. I did. Rope sound cooler. No, we got asked and we didn't right. pay attention yes. to our phones. Well, no, no. See, I was, and I'm glad that you put it that way because um, we literally, Shannon and I, got there. They were hammered. And before you could say jump, there were people wanting to check in oh, and yeah. buy tickets. And we never left the booth. Um, like no, we until I finally got a hold of you guys and said, (laughs) "Can we please get somebody else to come work the fucking booth for a little bit?" And 
Not rope. Lassoed. There we go. Yeah. Reel it in, boys. Reel it in. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I would agree with you that Dewan's pizza was not only fucking heavenly when it came to presentation, taste, everything about it. Old fire, wood fire, whatever you want. Dewan is the kind of dude that's perceptive. Him and saw that we were tied to that fucking booth and that we were just, like, fucking slammed. A dose was coming over. And he came <laughs> over and was like, bro, you need this. And yeah. I was like, dude, thank it's, you so much. It's not only the food that makes Dewan a tailgate winner. It's the hospitality that goes with it. 100%. And 100%. On a fun side note, my neighbor had been, like, playing with his... He's got a grill attachment for his Weber to, like, Help turn it into a makeshift pizza oven. Oh, right. I thought he was using the old TIG welder to heat up that taco. No, no, no. But this is, <laughs> but at the house, he's been like experimenting with pizzas, and it hasn't gone to the level he's been wanting it. And he hit a whole new level of fired up after Ooh, eating Dewan's pizza. And I think about a week later, pulled an absolute banger out of the hat. And at like seven thirty, he texted me. He's like, "I'm gonna bring you and Daisy some pizza because this is it." Okay. And he's like. I saw how Dewan was doing it. I asked some questions. Here's how we tried That's it. That's how you and did it. You, yeah. You fuck, it was good. Um, Here's where I'm at. His taco killed me, though. I took a bite. The taco was fucking I, good. I about needed the Heimlich. Like, it was spicy. Oh. Yeah. It. <laughs> we asked for people to come out and tailgate and bring enough to share. And they did. And Everybody, Everybody, even Don, came out, brought enough food to tailgate and share to the point where <clears throat> I got a chance to walk around and I had to tell people no because <laughs> I was yeah. so stuffed. Yeah. Oh, so uh, we had the luxury of having IROC oysters uh. right next to us. So, you know, I <laughs> <clears throat> while I was, you know, Certainly crying and complaining about how much time I spent, you know, doing the stuff there at the booth. I was able with my big long arms to reach over and be like, I'll take another oyster. I'll take another oyster. With that, I was kind of scared and very skeptical on the lagoon oysters to, but they were damn good. Partake in it. And then I had one. The brine was just right. So good. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. Can I, can I have another? <laughs> yeah. Can I have another? I rock oysters. Yeah. You get some orders here so. soon. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, I really wanted to partake in the uh, Low Country Boil yep. that yep. went down. There um, was crab. There was shrimp. Yeah. Like, all big sorts. clusters oh, of crab yeah. legs I didn't and see stuff. that one. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, but by that time, like, I had already eaten the pizza. <laughs> I had eaten some of my own barbecue. I had eaten plenty of oysters. And, like, I had finally gotten a tiny little break to get around. And I was just, like, trying to move, keep moving to welcome mm-hmm. everybody and say thanks for coming out. And everybody's like, dude, come eat this. Come eat. And I'm like, I just don't have time. I'm full. I, I, just, I, I just wanted to say thanks for coming out. Um, and I have to tell you what. I don't care whether it's. The thingy before the dinghy, or next year's F3T at MDC, 
party shirts. Period. Full stop. It's oh, it's dude. So much it fun. set the fucking mood. It did. Party shirts set the tone. Yeah, it really did. Um, that was just so cool, and the feedback that we got from all the staff from MDC was. My God, what an awesome group of fucking people you guys bring to our campus. Yeah. Um, so the one thing with the the theme, the luau, which kind of disappointed me, was male or female, there were no coconut bras. <laughs> oh, well, you were expecting a Jimmy Buffett show. No, no parrots either. Luau. You know, grass skirt. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. No, we just said party shirt. The briefer band. No, it, it was luau. No, we said specifically luau themed. Yeah. Yeah. So I was expecting at least. Well, we kind of called it the parking lot luau or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but Mark, to that tone, so Mark I didn't will see be your rocking coconut bra, coconut bra next time. Come see it. I pulled the trigger too color. late, and the dollar store was out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Mark is not too flattering in anything less than a t-shirt. <laughs> no, don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a terrible slouch. Um, but honestly, can't thank you guys oh, enough yeah. for coming. Yeah. In. That that tailgate was next level. I mean, it, yeah. everywhere it I awesome. went, everybody was happy. 100% everybody understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. Community. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, before the film started... Um, you know, we played our little film, and when I when I was saying, "Look, you know, you guys like really epitomize the rare breed, uh, and it's a dying breed." It's true. You don't see like groups and friendships and stuff like that on a daily basis. Like, yeah. you know, everybody, you know was just friendly and welcoming and just having a good time and it was about sharing it was fucking truly heartwarming and Mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. and for us to have listeners like you guys that show up that are having a good time and the subtext of it is we're also supporting our local nonprofit that could use the support um and and we're bringing new people every t- every year that we've done it now mm-hmm. two years in a row. There's people that come that are like, I never knew this was here, and that's the mission that I think we are fulfilling is helping grow the whole community base for MDC along with the financial support. So uh, you know, from the bottom of our heart, we can't thank you guys enough and. You know, we had so many of the usual suspects that, you know, show up for the casting competition, that show up for the thingy before the dinghy, that show up for the film tour, and it just gets bigger and better every year. And it's like a reunion every time you see it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, especially if it's one of those folks that may be a little further out. They may not live in the New Smyrna area. You don't get to see them all the time. You know, it's like a, hey, it's so great to see what's been going on. Yeah. And how freaking cool was it when we actually did the uh, raffle that uh, the one 
winner of the rod and ends up rod with the vault. rod vault. Oh, it's yeah. like, so, not only did you get a new rod, you've got a fucking <coughs> kick-ass way to carry it around town. They're going to use it, too. I yeah, just, oh, absolutely. Just remembered. I don't know if you can throw it into the contender's pot. Mason. With uh-huh. his pickled green oh, beans. Oh, the pickled oh, beans. Yeah. Those were killer. Yeah, I had those a few of those. Good. <laughs> if he was selling those, I'd have an order or two in already. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm on that list. Like, you got the batch right. Kind of like Ted's Pickles. I yep. think there's a jar in there. There is. There is. <laughs> um, yeah, Mason's uh, pickling skills but are on point. There. On but point. The winner of was very... Very stoked to have won that. Yeah, and that rod has already. Oh yeah, caught fish. Absolutely, fish. absolutely. Um, it's always promising when you give a rod away and somebody actually uses it. You know, it's not a backup rod. Must in be there. a must be a West Coast thing because there's no redfish here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie review. What did you guys think of the movies in the film tour this year? You know, the- so right out of the gate, belt buckle. God, I, I don't even know how that made it to the selection board. Okay, here's the thing, though. Mark has some opinions. Oh. Outside of the fact that it was just too long. Way too long. If they'd have made it like a quarter to maybe a third of what it was, I think I'd have been super into it. Right. Because the, the story started, I was like, okay, this is fun. And then I'm like, my God, this isn't fun anymore. Right. But if they'd have shortened it. Would somebody please win the fucking buckle? I right. think if they wait, would there's have more. Yeah. involved the competitors yeah. and not the narrator, right? it would have been. <laughs> right. Mark didn't like the narrator's like, voice. I wanted to see, you know, the lady that was in that film. Like, I smoked those boys this year. Right. right. It's my belt. Yeah. Old boy comes back this year. Now it's my belt. But the narrator. It was like a narrated uh, Wes Anderson film. It was <laughs> <odd>. <laughs> That's a fair con- uh, uh, explanation. The only the, the, two that kind of, you know, tickled the... Tickled the old sack were the tarpon ones. No, I like the permit one. Um, the three different species. Yeah, because like they they were like, okay, here's our goal, and they went and they did it, and I they pulled it, it off. Um, and and it was just, hey, this is what. All right, boom, we did it. Let's go here now. All right, we're here. Let's okay, boom, we did it. All right, and it was fast. It moved through. They did it. They fucking. <clears throat> That's fair. They they took care of business, and then it was like fucking over. Um, I don't know if it's because of the the mindset that I'm in. Yeah. But I'm looking more for the reality-based, meaning can Ben afford this? Can right. She, can le- who's going to uh, go to Madagascar it's... and fish for Africanus permit? So it's... It's yeah, but that's not. That. Hold on, that's not what I do enjoy the fish. <clears throat> oh, okay, maybe I watched the wrong film. I thought this was all. This all took place like right. Wasn't it? This was the very first film. Jocko Oliver. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're, okay, we're different. Okay, okay. We're, we're still talking permanent. We're just talking different, like two different yeah. movies. Because okay. I was like, the one that I watched yes. that I liked was, you know, they were doing the slam or whatever. It was yep. just around Australia, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Indo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I, I, you know, the, the ones where. It's the same people you see every year. Yeah, the they're selling names. trips. Yeah, they're selling yeah. trips. The Seychelles ones, you're like, okay, we get it. Yeah, Seychelles is, is burned. It's gone. You can only see a GT come hammering down the flat with its back out of the water I mean, so many times before it gets like. Love them to death most of the time. <laughs> Paul Puckett. He's been to he's been to Seychelles what two three times now yeah which tells me whoever's selling trips to the Seychelles can't sell trips to the Seychelles so but they you know they get people like Paul who has a good following for good reason sure but he's also silent but deadly he doesn't blast it he but, may do a journal. But the point is, they're filling the spots with people that are promoting it. Right. Not, they're they're oh, not, not paid. paid they're not, not so full that they're like, no, gotcha. we don't have room for you to come. Yeah, like I understand. Paul gets to go yeah. three years in a row. It's because they're still struggling to There's get people that, to go. Because why? Because we've all watched the films the and gone payment on a house. Yeah, I can't afford that, or I refuse to afford that because I could buy this, this, that, and the other. Um, where I you have know, wife yeah. and kids. I, I, and, I'm affirming what you're saying. Yeah. Please make it something attainable to right. me. I liked the <clears throat> trip to Mexico one that got blown to shit, and then they ended up finding the local guy. And they they were they were pushing it they were they were pushing a John boat to find the cenotes in the back country. Oh, I, yeah, uh, that no. was done before. You know, Jose Wahabe did a <laughs> cenotes uh, episode or two, and I was like, Rest yeah, in peace yeah, this is the same thing Jose did twenty years ago. I just um, appreciated it because it seemed more attainable to Mark's point. Yeah. And then there was just had a job the first two or three, it was like a little too on the woke side of things. Oh, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Which is like the classic complaint every film tour. They've got to like pull either an all woman thing and hear me roar or this. This so one, I'll tell you what, the, so James the one, heard. the one, <laughs> the one woman film in there, uh-huh. the old lady, that, oh. the smoker. Oh, I was that smoking was that cigar. I want to fish. I want to fish with that lady any day. Whether of the week. it's a bass pond I, yeah. or in, in the middle. Of, now that was one that they hit the money on. But, but the, they, they, I like the message. But again, I think the theme for me this year. Was that one was uh, about two minutes too long? That one was six minutes too long. long. Yeah, that one was you know, that one was close to being right, but it was still a little too long. Like, they're you know, it's supposed to be quick, fast paced, like get in, get out. You know, the fish is either going to eat or it's not. Back, like back in my day, there were twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but so, the, the skate woke, video style, the woke right. woke one. Uh, Jameson <laughs> got to hear a little bit of behind the scenes as we were trying to patch the the screen and I figure was, out that. 
We were taking bets. Man. Without actually watching it. If you just listen to the audio of that one. Mm-hmm. That one. Ooh. Ooh. And if you're out there and you're listening and you don't know which one we're talking about or you haven't seen the film tour, you will when it comes out because they all get released Just six months after. Just Yeah. That, I don't was there actual fishing in the film? Very little. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, And there may have been some time standing in a river. I yeah, didn't I didn't have to watch I, remember. I didn't actually no. watch it. I didn't have to watch it to know what was going on. Right. That was a uh that was a, a something. We need more people. All right. So <laughs> we are going to move on to uh, trout set or oh, strip oh, set. Damn. All right. Everyone's <clears throat> favorite segment. If um, you are here to grift um, along the uh, Mosquito Lagoon and you are creating your content um, by polling and pretending to fish (laughs) in front of Eldora House. I got one! (laughs) You are self-owning. Throw it up on that dock, get caught, and just put a bend in the rod. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're in four feet of water. You're not sight fishing right there. It was the biggest self-own I've ever seen, and all I have to say is, serious trout set, come on, people, do better. Trout set. That's where you caught that 40-inch red. I got you. Eldora House, everybody. Go get it. Go there. Sinking line. Full sinking. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolute trout set. There's no... It's one of those that... But it's it's one of those things where people that are not around here just see know. the background, don't know. Right. I guess, like, oh, that'd this be is a iconic. Great, great area for a I shot. Guess, There's the house in the background. It's an iconic in, shoreline. In, in our case, Ben, that would be the VAB. It would be... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the VAB in the <laughs> yeah. background. If you're in, like, Middle Lagoon, you get yeah. the, the... I just the wish that we would have known that they were, like, doing that so that, like... In the middle of the shot, like somebody jump off the dock there at you know, you know, and do a <laughs> cannonball because it's so deep. Be like, <laughs> like manatees don't even <clears throat> swim there anymore. It's too deep. Run by on 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 plane. <laughs> like, uh, oh, like we just a bob, jet ski guy. like a jet ski bob up and down. Just you okay. know, like off the bottom. Do you remember? I'm in six feet of water. Do you remember? It's probably. Seven, eight years ago. Oh, definitely. One of the hurricanes. I can't remember. The news crew made a lady get in a canoe to talk about the flooding. And as she's doing the report, somebody walks by and it's like ankle deep. Yes. It's the opposite. If you're just standing there in like four feet of water up to your belly button while they pull past. Right. Well, that's probably... They probably had to get in the water to get the shot. So they were, <laughs> it was the camera guy was <laughs> like, all right, I got the picture. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, back to just talking about <clears throat> some of the nonsense that we get ourselves involved with. Um, Uh-oh, looking at me. Yeah. Hold on, let me remember. You, you, went, you, t- you took a trip. Well, Dial Larry back. took a trip in your boat. Yep. Marcus was kind enough to uh, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Take us fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just reached out. You got a chance to meet your hero? I did. Uh, did you fangirl? No. No. So I... I tried to be as... Cool, calm, and collected. Yes, as I could. Like, this is buddies going fishing. You need a day away. Okay, well, let's but, back up. Let's okay. back up. Let's, let's, set, let's set the table. <laughs> so, a while back, uh, Will Davids mm-hmm. uh, sat in on the show uh, before he became Taylor Trash Adverse. And um, <laughs> he... As the guest, we asked him, do you have anything in particular that you'd like, you know, music-wise that we could play in or play out to? And he shared Colby Acuff with us. He did. And we were like, all right, let's give it a listen, as we always do before the show. And we're like, shit, we like this. This is fucking, yeah, hell yeah, let's play this. This is fucking rad. And... uh, so we used, uh, I, don't, I don't remember what song we used on that episode. I think it was Honky Tonk <clears throat> Heaven. Could have been, yeah. Yep. And uh, so we either played in, played out, or went to break or whatever to Honky Tonk Heaven, which is a Colby Acuff song. And we really dug it. And unbeknownst to us, Colby actually um, guides um, mm-hmm. and worked at a shop. Out in Idaho, growing up, no Utah, fly fishing, <laughs> and so one of the guys that he used to work with out there mm-hmm. listens to the show, yeah, and heard Colby's music, yeah, and reached out to Colby and was like, "Holy shit, I listened to this podcast, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. They actually just played your fucking song." And next thing you know, Colby messages the show on Instagram and says, thanks so much for sharing my music. I really appreciate it. I've started listening to the show. Love what you guys are doing. If you're ever out in Idaho and I'm there, I'd love to fucking hook up, blah, blah, blah. So that was like the door opening to us getting to know Colby. Um, Colby played a show... Um, up in Nashville, and I used it as a great excuse to go up and hang out with Andrew. So Andrew and I and his lovely girlfriend went to Colby's show up there and uh, got to meet and talk to Colby after the show. And, uh, you know, he, he's at that point fast becoming what I would call, you know, a friend of the show. Um at the time, he was like, hey, if there's ever any other music that you know you guys want to use, you have my permission to use uh, any of my songs in anything that you're doing. I really, really, really enjoy it. I'm glad that you guys are using it. Fast presence. forward, um, he's going to be the opening act for Cadillac 3. Yeah. Um, in Sanford. In Sanford at Tuffy's Music Box. Music Box. So we all scramble, and all of us get um, tickets to the show. And Marcus is smart and reaches out to Colby and says, Hey, we're all coming to see you at Tuffy's. Um, 
if you're going to be in town anytime before the show and you want to relax a little bit, we'd be more than happy to put you on the pointy end of the skiff and pull you around and show you a good time and let you experience Mosquito Lagoon. Just be a regular dude. So, to wit, he was like, not just, yeah, but hell yeah, but let me figure out which would be the better day for me. Mm -hmm. And Marcus was like, Tell me which day, and yep. we'll we'll do it. So ultimately, it was the Wednesday. Um, his show was going to be on Thursday. Yeah. So um, Marcus set it all up. Went up and picked uh, Colby up where they were staying, yep. and then swung by my house, picked me up, and uh, Colby's a fucking ginger. So <laughs> we were like, we were worried. <laughs> we were like, we some bitch. <laughs> Do we have do we have uh, SPF two thousand on the boat? Fair. And uh, he acknowledges it. He knows it. He 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 fucking wears it, you know, with pride. But uh, you know, we, we basically did a little bit of banker hours fishing, yeah. and uh, the kid could cast. Um, there was no problem there. Um, no. We in the morning session. Um, he put the fucking fly in a redfish's wheelhouse at least twice. Um, one one time of which he got a legit follow. Um, and other than, you know, nearly feeding a couple of redfish, we just had a fucking crazy cool time on the water because, like, we saw... Um, Bonnethead shark. Bonnethead. I want to say it was a small black tip. Yeah. It wasn't small. Right. But yeah. It wasn't a bonnet head. It wasn't. Yeah, we saw three different sharks. Yes. Three different species of shark that yes. day, which was just yep. bizarre in and of itself. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know. Tur- it, we it almost turned into an eco tour. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, and we took, of course, the uh, midday break and went oh, to uh, yeah. JB's. And, uh, so you gave them the full. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They did it yeah. right. Dude, we, we fished all fucking day. Like, we literally fished, like, the sun was, like, so getting I, close I, to the horizon when we left. I, I, I dropped Larry off, and, and Mama was like, where are you at, boy? It's Papa's bedtime. Like, you boys are running kind of late. Yeah. It was just a good day. It was a great day. <laughs> um, so, you know, the cool thing about taking Colby fishing was his expectation was built around having that experience mm-hmm. as a guide. He knew that, you know, yes. fish weren't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. He knew that he would be put into a position to make it happen, but it wasn't necessarily going yeah. to happen. Sure. So I thought the way that he summed it up at the end of the day, because, you know, you always self-pressure and and you want to deliver that uh, fish was... for, the, for the guy that's visiting. And I know I said something, you know, cheesy along the lines of, you know, dude, sorry we didn't get you your first redfish. And he said, not a big deal, man. You know, I, you guys 
put me in position. I, you know, I, I just didn't close the deal. And he goes, you know what? I'm it back. just means I got to come back. That's right. And we're like, fucking A, you know, game on. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. He's one of us. Yeah. He's one of us. Um, and then we went to his show the next night. God. Oh, man. So good. Um, so good was the fucking barbecue at Fuel. Oh. Yeah. Um, we all got together as a big family and uh, had okay. barbecue yeah. at a place called Fuel in uh, downtown Sanford. Sanford. It's an old gas station that's uh, you know been renovated and uh, great barbecue. Was it the tank? It was like the all sandwich. Oh, yeah. Brisket, pulled pork. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, that was so good. Oh. <laughs> And they have fucking great fried okra. Like fucking really good fried okra. (laughs) So, uh... Didn't make it to a break. We, uh... Went to the show, and, uh... You know, dude, that's the second show I've been to. What a fucking high-energy dude he is. He is a performer. An absolute performer. There's some artists you listen to. And their their album sounds nothing like the live show. Uh-huh. I mean, they were like the <clears throat> they were as accurate as the recording. Uh huh. But the energy was just ramped up. Yes, over the roof. So, you know, it's it's true to form. Like there ain't there ain't no. What do you call it? The piano. It's not a the piano. keyboard. The keyboard. Keyboard guy. Yeah. 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 Eric. There isn't there isn't no fake uh, Nashville. No you know, ad going on in there. No. They're 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 legit. Yeah, musicians. Every single one. Of them. Uh, Absolutely. The funny thing when you're like singing and jamming out with him is you kind of look around and there's people who had no idea who he was and they clearly came for Cadillac Three and they're just looking at our cluster of people having a fucking hell of a time singing and they're like getting into it so the dude ne- dude standing next to me actually turned to me at one point in the show he's like hey man i know you're singing along to every single one of this guy's songs it's like what's his last name yeah <laughs> and i told him and he looked him up and he's like okay cool i appreciate it i gotta listen to him cool yeah. and then there was a lot of people who were just like yeah dude like i like both of them i'm here for both of it like it wasn't just all cadillac three yeah. right oh no 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 for sure there was not. a lot of colby fans and it was awesome um you know, here's here's a funny. Uh, here's here's a you volunteered, Mark. Here's a funny behind the scenes uh, story from when we were fishing with Colby. So, uh, if you think about it, Colby had met me once. You know, at a fucking event. You know, at a at a in in a dark club. You know, after a fucking show, and uh, you know, hell, I could just be you know. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill, you know, like, um, but, um, we were fishing in the afternoon and Colby had like gotten text throughout the day, but for the most part, he'd stayed really disconnected. Like he would look and he'd be like, "Ah, I can take care of that later. Ah, I'll take care of that later. Then finally he's like. Man, he's texted me like three times. I got to call him real quick. So he calls. <clears throat> he's like, no, no, no. We're on the water. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead and go eat. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, no, we're not like, you know, like close to a dock or anything like that. We're like in the middle of nowhere. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, and when he hung up, we were like, 
So is that the band dad checking in on you, making sure you know you're you're all good to go? And uh, you know he laughed and said, "Yeah." Uh, so when we were hanging out with uh, Colby and the band after the show there in Sanford, the thing that we did very 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 beginning when we met the band was okay who is band dad yeah and we all guessed and we guessed wrong because band dad's actually the keyboard it's eric yeah and uh james. yeah not <laughs> not james but uh man what a good time what a good time dude we've we've had a we've had a hell of a run mm-hmm. lately yeah we have really had a hell of a run um so the next topic, I believe, continues uh, the, two days later. Yeah, two days later. Uh, but we're going to take a break because Mark is. Uh, <laughs> Mark's on his break talk. Mark's already break on his music. break carnitas. Uh, and I see everybody else looking at them longingly. And I could use a drink. So Mouth uh, is watering. We'll uh, take a little break and we'll be back. But I'm no ludicrous, sipping on mint tea, take my shoes off, then we take off, then I snooze off until I land while I'm full brand, and I wake up at the droop off, got my passport in my weak hand, I'ma pull off, get a sweet tan, loaf is filled with beef sand, we climb to the peace the cars, get a passport, see the world, open your eyes to your back, her niggas get bread and won't leave shit is backwards, start with your feet, then a card in the airport, get out your bubble, gum, blow up horizons, sun, sled in the Alps, I go to the Missoula, or two in Japan, I go scuba in Cuba, or land in the borough, Jirai, got the Rio, Shibata and Como, it matches my heat, cold, over sea to sea, all the things that you can see, like them languages I speak, out in Perry for a week, take my nephews out to Nice, they like who, I'm like who, back mark is still uh in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) for those of you listening it's only been like what a minute and a half two minutes it's been like 25 minutes of mark eating yes (laughs) so uh oh boy we went to we returned to saint augustine um so that's Week number three. So we were St. Augustine. Then we came back and did, uh, no, week four, right? No, no, week three. So we did St. Augustine for the fly shop mm-hmm. anniversary. Then we had the F3T. And then on Thursday, we went to Sanford. And then on Saturday. We went back to St. Augustine. We went back to St. Augustine, this time to the amphitheater for Billy Strings. And... Uh, I am not like a diehard huge Billy Strings fan, but familiar with his music. It was like one of those, oh yeah, that'd be probably a cool show to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, so it was Shannon and I, Jameson mm-hmm. and Dakota. Yep. And double date. A little double date action. 
Um, aww. Aww. That was the worst fucking show I've ever been to in my fucking life. There, I said it. Awful. Fucking terrible. Being that I was in a, a band at one time in my life, I've seen some pretty awful, we'll call them shows. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, that... If you went into it knowing what to expect, which was a Grateful Dead or a Fish-type show, if you've ever been to one of those, you kind of know what I'm talking about, you would have been okay. But uh, for those of us that were not partaking in the, I'm sure, liberal use of the medicinal marijuana laws here in Florida, as well as any other psychedelics that were being passed around, you were kind of left out high and dry. So... Yeah, it it was, you know, thirty minutes of soloing, concluded by a chorus here and there, and then, you know, I think his first set was an hour and a half, and they played five songs. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. I mean, music nonstop. Yeah. If you want to, no, if you want to call it that. <clears throat> it. Yeah, it was a ride to say the least. Oh, just. Ugh. No doubt. Incredible musicians, every single one of them. Were, I will, were great. I will acquiesce to that Just point. Hard, hard to follow um, if you were a sober partaker. In to that end, um, I really think it was a disservice on the part of the promoter hmm. not to like warn people. I guess that. No matter, you know, if you didn't want to come to a show that the stench of weed was so intense that, I mean, like it, I don't, I don't mind it. Like I, I personally think that, you know. I have no problem with legalization of weed. Like, sure. it, it's tantamount to alcohol to me. Like, I, uh, it's not an ethical or a moral. Like, oh my god, it's weed. I could care less. But when there's that many people doing it at the same time, and we were at a fucking outdoor amphitheater. Oh yeah, we were in the pit, and it was like a hot box. It was terrible. Like my eyes were burning. Just. It was no different than being in the middle of a fucking brush fire. It was yeah, that much wow. smoke, and it was just, it was just awful. I I think I lasted what half of the first song or whatever. And I was like, or maybe the first song because he did start out like normal ish, mm-hmm. and then then it kind of transitioned into the you know just never ending jam band, um, you know, kind of. Yeah, proliferation, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. it yeah. Like you know, my nose is like stuffing up, my eyes are burning. You know, it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody seemed to really be paying that much attention to what was going on on the stage, more so than just it was one big party, big grooving, yeah. partying kind of time or whatever. So I thought, okay, I'll just go over and take a little break, get out of the get out of the fucking hot box. <laughs> and here's here's the fucking dichotomy that's funny. The people watching was is 
<clears throat> if you fired up a regular cigarette in the pit, you could smell the difference. Security would come and tell you you can't smoke in here, and they would they would make it so there's like actually a smokers area like where you can legit go smoke a cigarette, no problem, on like the ramps that come in and out of the the pit. Well, I'm no big fan of cigarette smoke either at this point, so I go and I'm standing in the smoker's lounge. So it's like you trade one for the other, and it was just like there was nowhere I could figure out where to go to escape it. And then, you know, Shannon texts me and says, okay, everybody's kind of got their fucking buzz going. Now they're just maintaining, so it's like it's tolerable now. Come back. Here's what happened. So I came back. And it wasn't even close to like any. I mean, I was just like, no, nope, fuck this. I'm back out. Maybe we just got used to it. That had to be what it was. Well, you were high. I didn't. I didn't notice as many, you know, uh, drug paraphernalia being passed around. What What I was expecting was everybody burned their entire joint the first song, song and a half maybe, uh-huh. and everybody was out until the second set. Because I mean, you know, they brought more than one, right? Um, so when when Shannon texts you, it legitimately kind of cleared out. Uh huh. But I guess not when when you got back in the area. So yeah. So anyway, you know, call me a fuddy duddy, but uh, I, that was not the best show for me. Um, Freaking dope smokers. The uh, it, the, it was, the gift from heaven above was. Uh, Rain started moving in, uh-huh. and oh, so kind of pushed it down. We were conveniently able to be like, "Well, ooh, I just looked at the radar. Oh, Time to go. It's going to start raining. We should head out." So we left way early. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah. It 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 was weird too because it was like, <coughs> he was there for three days. So he did a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday show, mm-hmm. and they had camping the whole time. Oh my god! Can you so imagine like, the filthy, dirty, just uh, oh, I love it. You, <laughs> I I, ex- I expected Mark's it like to kind of be burned out by day three. You know? No, no, they were just hitting their stride. I guess so. I mean, MDK. There was plenty of folks outside looking for tickets. I'll tell you that much. I, if I'd have known, I would have gladly recouped my eighty dollars and went right back home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, you live and you learn. It was an experience, no it's doubt. It's kind of sad because I do. Oh, we I knew do we like Billy. We knew we yeah. were in for it, or I, I knew I was in for it. I I heard two songs that I could coherently understand, Mark. Uh, see that? And I had had a beer and a half. We like it wasn't like I was hammered or anything. We got there and got into the venue and found a place to hang out, waiting for them to come in. And we were running fashionably late as always. And we saw no less than like three people that were like being scooped up, thrown into wheelchairs and wheeled out that like hadn't even made the show yet that were like (laughs) pale, clammy, fucking catatonic already that, you know, they just partied a little too hard. They didn't even get to go to the show. And then when we were down (laughs) in the pit, there was one or two before the show started, started, all of a sudden, you know, the sea would part. Yep. They would come in, grab somebody by the fucking 
you know, handful of fucking denim in the ass and fucking under the armpits and out they would go, you know, it's like, and you'd, you'd see the security come out over the, the barricades into the crowd. Yeah. That's when you knew something was going down. Yeah. Paramedic would hop over with the big bag. Yeah. The big yeah. red bag. Yeah. Put them in the body bag. <laughs> <laughs> Acid's a show killer. <laughs> so anyway, that was my experience with Billy strings. Sad. First and last. If yeah. you if you knew what to expect going into it, I can understand how you would like I, it. But for those of us that were not imbibing, every concert has that. Every concert freedom. has that that group, but this was the entire show stage or the entire audience. Yeah, that at least that we were in in the pit. Yeah. So. Um, did you guys know that IFTD is no more? Uh, yeah, buddy. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it's, I mean, Did it's... they roll it all up into iCast? No, no, no. No, no they just renamed it. It's yeah. called Confluence. Confluence. So now it has a cool name. Is it owned by the fly shop? Because there's a Confluence fly shop. Oh, oh. no, no, no. No, it's Ooh. still it's still AFTA. Okay. Um, it's just, it's no longer the... Inter, you know, international fly tackle dealers um, so, show. It's so when I saw that my confluence. What I thought is is it now going to be open to the public. I don't believe so. So it's, it's still a, a direct. It, yeah, it's still it's still dealer. It's yeah, a the, dealer co- show. It's a confluence of industry professionals. It's it's just a, a name change and. I don't know why they felt that was necessary or what that will change about things. Well, Maybe to get away so from ICAST. 1990. Could okay. be. Yeah. We need a name that's visionary and I, innovative. I, the way I saw it was, you know, confluence makes me think cold water fishery, you know, confluence of two rivers yep, or yep. whatever. And I was like, whoa. Well, the mountain hippies of one. It's going to be a Western show from now forever. It's the confluence. Still won't go. It's hard to beat out that West market, you know. They're going to have it, what, I think, in uh, Utah, Utah, Salt Lake City again. Yeah. I don't know. Might be fun to go out. Never know. Mm. So, uh, I'll make a trip. Jameson, you and uh, our... Um, WWE, WWE, soon to be superstar, soon to be superstar, went on a on a trip, and you NXT, yes, Mm -hmm. did something, yeah. So we uh, we had gotten the opportunity to go out together, uh, my buddy Hunter and I, and first time he's been on the sword spine. Really? mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the only people I fish with are around this table. There hadn't there hadn't been many other people on the boat. Um, but he's, he's kind of busy at the moment, though. Yeah, he's he's learning what you know a nine to five work life <laughs> job is. Um, you know, and and anyway, we got the opportunity to go out. Um, we set it up for a Saturday morning. Um, I had been explaining to him that I wanted to launch a little bit further south. I had been fishing the northern side and had been okay, but I hadn't been 
on the southern end of the lagoon in a long time, over a year plus. Um, so he agreed, and he's got a spot over there that he likes to go his to. His milk that, run. Yeah, he, he thinks is just, you know, his it's. God's gift to him, um, you know. And uh, so we launched out of Hallover, and I'll tell you what. Oh, wait, like Hallover proper? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. WSEG? Um, no, 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 no. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's on the uh, south also side known of- as the confluence of manatees. <laughs> wow! Ramp. Holy okay. shit! It, oh yeah, brother! It, the manatees <laughs> stacked in there were thicker than I have ever seen. That's just at the ramp. That yeah, it's it's <laughs> right. And like, I didn't see any manatees out no. in in the actual channel. No, but for. For as many manatees as there were, you would they, think that there was like a feeding station there or something. And and so the weird thing was because I got to idle around while he parked the truck, and then when I got the truck when we got back, when you're in neutral and your motor's pissing, the manatees will come up come behind your modal, it. thinking it's a fucking garden hose that Johnny right. Sally thinks is so cool to drop off the side of their dock. Mm-hmm. Yep. You mix that with the. Uh, I'll call them northerners that have never seen a manatee before. So they stood on the side of the seawall at the boat launch to take pictures of the manatee. And it was a, an interesting, interesting time. So <coughs> to go along with the uh, shirts we just received, what's great <laughs> about that area and or the Port St. John boat ramp, uh, you do get a lot of onlookers. Oh, there was a crowd. We use these things called push poles. They don't know a difference. So you grab that thing like a harpoon <laughs> and you heave it. Like a javelin. Because <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna go right into the muck anyway. You're you're not gonna sure. or it's gonna float. Sure. And to watch their eyes light up like <laughs> Oh my god. He's murdering it's, him. It's He's stabbed one. <laughs> um But yes, yeah, so we made it out of the uh, manatee-infested boat ramp, unscathed. My boat's okay. Um, ran out to the spot, got up on... I just want to know, east or west? Uh, east. Okay. M- lagoon Lagoon proper. Not that south side crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that Indian River true side. You know, the... the the good mosquito lagoon. Anywho, uh, um, so we got up. He graciously put me on the pointy end first, and I had just installed my new casting platform dance floor. Thank you, Captain uh, Owen. And um, yeah, we uh, started pulling a shoreline. Didn't see much. Jumped over to a different shoreline. Um, you know, and he started pulling us in a, a spot that at the time was on the windward shore. And we had we had jumped over and it was like right at a, a sort of a corner. So if you went left, you were on the windward side. But if you went on the right, it was kind of protected. So like, hey, let's go. Let's go the other way. So we flip around and sure enough, after a shot or two, ended up feeding a nice redfish, um, you know, and landing him within the first 35, 40 minutes of the day. Um, got my first redfish on the boat and broke in not only the new platform, but I got a new new fly rod as well that I broke in. 
nice. well, new to me fly rods. Right, so. well, that's killer, man. Yeah. Um, switched up, put him on the bow, and, you know, continued to see fish. The water clarity was great. There was some uh, some grass actually growing there, too. Uh-huh. Um, no. Yep. I, Lies. I, on, on you were the, still high from Billy Strings. Nope. <laughs> on the... Uh, on the these sort of outer shorelines by the lagoon, the water was very clear. It was really surprising. First time I've seen it that clear in a long time. But as you got back or deeper into the back um, pockets, got a little cloudier um, to be expected. So ended up putting him on a fish shortly after I got on and, um, you know, switched up again, continued to pull, and uh, I had my fair share of misses it's been it's been a minute since i've been on the pointy end of the boat had a couple that i pulled out of redfish's mouths and um you know spent most of the morning moving around switched up one more time he ended up actually hooking a nice trout Ooh. yep caught a nice trout um and then the the later highlight of the day was uh there's a fish on the shoreline i was up on the bow at the time and I could see it, and it was dark, and I thought it was like a decent-sized trout. I'm like, hmm, okay. You know, I see it. It's kind of doing the trout sort of slow creep. So I drop it in front of it. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Pick it up, drop it in front of it again. Nothing. You know, drag it right by its face. Pretty decent cast. We were getting close to it. Drop it again, and sure enough, it blows up on it. And he's like, oh, shit, that's a snook. And I had, I had set, and it's the biggest snook that I've seen in the lagoon by far. Um, set, for some reason, I didn't come tight, but he came up and, you know, gill flared and shook, and boop, here comes the, the fly coming back at me. So that was oh, sort man. of the, that was the, the upsetting part of the day. Um, no sword spine on the sword spine. That's right. Still, still have yet to catch a snook on the the new sword spine. So, um, but yeah, all in all, a good day, three fish day. Um, so, That's solid. Yeah, That's a solid day. Can't can't really complain. And we were we were off the water before two, so all all was good. I mean, it was it was a great great half day. So good time to go out. Killer. Yeah. Um. It's it's been a minute since I've Oof. been down there, but I'm gonna go down there more. That's for sure. You know, we're all saw a bitch in East Cape at the ramp. We're all talking about you know, wow, three fish day. That's a great day. Um, you know, it, okay, it was a great day. We saw maybe three hundred fish in total. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, yeah. There was. There, it, it could have been a much better day, but our, um, I guess, lack of whatever it could be i'm gonna Just, blame it on the fish it's sure the fish yeah there was some there was some casts that we landed perfectly and yep. you know just got ignored so well you know uh, <clears throat> we as humans have uh, changed the environment you know yep. the fish have adapted and there's less fish i don't like to use the word smarter fish but you know more experienced fish fish that have a very much more heightened awareness to you know what's going on around them especially pressure from boats etc which uh you know i saw this millhouse post on uh, instagram and the caption is it's hard to imagine these fish used to eat five aught 
white and orange flies tied on 100-pound shock tippet. Pretty wild to think about how the game was changed, or how the game has changed in the last 60 years. Um, (laughs) I don't think when Millhouse posted that, they realized what they were actually acknowledging and saying. That that basically all of the guests that they hoist up to the ivory towers of, you know, these are the greats, have actually all told contributed to the overall decline of the fishery in the Keys over that 60 years. Um, I've said it before about, you know, like in the offshore game down there, you could look at uh, historic photos of the catch board where they come in and they fucking impale the fish up on the, you know, the board with all the nails on it. And they're like, you know, back in the 20s, they're giant grouper. You know, the 30s, they're big grouper. The 40s, they're pretty fucking, you know, responsible or, you know, uh, respectable size grouper. Now it's no grouper, a few fucking small snapper, uh, some sandwich size mahi. And, you know, it's just like you can watch the progression and... I don't know whether, like, you know, in the offshore game, it's simply probably over-harvest. But then, you know, when you're getting to the point in the fly game down there where you're talking about you're having to go so small, I mean, and they're saying, well, we used to throw 100-pound leaders at them. Well, it's because you guys were fucking winching anything and everything in that would eat. Correct. And now... The fish are so hyper aware because there's been pressure for 60 years sure. and pressure at the same places to the point that fish don't go by the same points anymore. They, you know, they've changed their migratory patterns. At what point does somebody that's on that show say, you know what, fellas, we're we're not just part of the problem. We we have been the problem. Right. Your your living is the problem. Yeah. I, I can't wait for somebody to point that out to Andy and see how Andy reacts to that. Well, and, and Andy's <laughs> even more of the problem because he's the guy that pays for the guy on the back of the boat to pull him around and catch these fish day after day after day after day after day after day. It's like two months on end. Yeah. You know, he's, you know... At, his big question is, how many hours do I have to spend on the water before I become one of the in crowd? You right. Know? And like, you know, if you're talking about these thousands of hours that you have on the water, you don't think you're part of the effect that you have on these fish? Yeah. I don't know. Just out of touch, right? Yeah, way out of touch. Um <laughs> I'm sure the retort would be, oh, it's the carpetbaggers. It's the guys that come down here that don't know what they're doing, you know, and if we kept it to a certain few and, but that. If the only people that could fish down here are the people that pay a guide, it would thin out all the yahoos, like those guys from Oak Hill that come down here and fucking flail about and ruin the fishery. Well, that's elitist, you know. Yeah. 
So uh, pinky out, bitches. We, we've got other stuff uh, that we've been up to, but uh, somehow we've uh, failed to. We haven't list. had notes. Update the list of what we're going to talk about. Um, I know. So, uh, what do we think chronologically most recently? Well, Mark and I fished yesterday. Mark and I fished a week ago. Well, there you go. You guys are. We fished yesterday. Yeah. You and Larry did. Yeah, you and Larry did. Yeah. Holy shit, that was. When you found the. Yeah. SS no, no that was Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Today's Ooh. Friday, bro. No, it's. It's Saturday so, now. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So everybody as of, is correct. as of seven <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes ago. <laughs> All right. Everybody's correct on that one. So yeah, what? You and I, Jameson. Saturday. Saturday. Last week. Man. You you gave the invite for the middle of the week, and it was in a very convincing way, but it just wasn't going to work out with my schedule, which I wish we would have done the middle of the week because <laughs> we got out and, uh, well, first off, we got a Puerto Rican shower oh, man, at the boat hilarious. ramp. God. Um, what was that, like a 96-foot sea fox or something? No, it was like a 23-foot sea <laughs> fox. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we, we met up, you know, not super early, like what, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, eight o'clock. Yes. For Um, parking purposes. Yep. Yep. Got out, made a little bit of a run, um, pulled a shoreline that you fished and, you know, there was fish there. (laughs) They, they weren't giving us great (laughs) shots. Um, I hung a couple in trees. I, Told him I but was going to lose his fly. It's also and then I subsequently lost his fly. When, when when fishing like that, it's to be expected. Absolutely, that you're going to lose flies. You're going to have to pull in, get it unwrapped, or you know, get it to the rod tip, shake it loose. It was a Saturday, and the boats were out. I mean, yeah, we we came around. A spot, and there was what one, two, three, four that four? we passed. Yeah, to get on a shoreline, and we, you know, found a stretch that was away from them. Yeah, and, and then sure enough, two boats came in in oh. between us and them. Yeah, right after we got done. Um, <laughs> so we made a pivot, and we were going to go to another spot that you had said was a, a good spot for you. Um, for what? It was some. It was a back hole, and we oh, we, yeah, we idled, yeah, 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 idled yeah. up, and and ran over. And oh, uh, oh, sure enough, there was a boat that was pulling right out of that spot, and another boat that was back in the spot. Yeah. So we pivoted again, and uh, made another run. And and while we did, we're, we're you know on plane. And there's this weird orange thing, <laughs> kind of just like just subsurface. And uh, we get close enough. I'm like, holy shit, that's a fucking traffic barrel. Traffic barrel. The big orange three-stripe <laughs> traffic barrel. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess we should, you know, grab it and do our part and take it out. Right. Because at this point, he's already sacrificed yeah. flies to the yep. fish gods. Yep. I've made, the... I've made my sacrifice. Right. The first beer has been cracked. We've done everything to change the juju. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to... <clears throat> pull out some 
some plastic from the environment. I wouldn't call it micro. I no, call it's it macro. Macro plastic. <laughs> macro plastics. Um, and that was a motherfucker to get out. It took two of us oh, I in, believe a, it. in a coordinated effort because, of course, it was upside down. So and Jameson totally was, it was like a bucket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jameson God. was upper body and I was leg day. Yeah. It was we slid <laughs> it onto Mark's legs and then I had to like hoist it up to dump most of the water out to where I could get the leverage to turn it totally upside down. Anyway, we got that in the boat, um, got back up on plane, and sure as shit, a <laughs> hundred yards away, hey, look, there's another one. So we grabbed the second one. What'd you guys do with them? We stacked them on top of each other and shoved them in the boat. Mm-hmm. Just rode along with Just you. Wrote, yeah. And and then we found a third one, <laughs> took care of the third one, and at this Holy point- Holy shit. At oh, this, yeah. At this point, yeah. we were talking about, you know, hey, maybe we should not fish. Maybe we should just try to find yeah. these fucking things and, <laughs> and take care of them. Um, so we, we looked around, didn't see any other ones floating around, but I'm, no. I'm guaranteeing there was more. And Orion was the name that was printed Orion. on the, These weren't Bob's. Okay, okay. so right. Bob's is okay. Bob's but, barricades in clear. But Orion, whichever startup company that is, you Not need to do some, some better shit on holding your stuff down because they were. It's clearly labeled like miles away. This, yeah, and they they were not. At least they didn't have any weights when we found them, and they were brand fucking new. Um, so anyway, we got back to fishing um, on a shoreline that Mark was certain was going to have some snook, possibly some redfish. And that I could throw either a gurgler or a baitfish pattern. Mm-hmm. And he had had a gurgler strung up on his eight weight. So, mm-hmm. And I had had a shrimp strung up on mine. So I grabbed his eight weight, get up on the bow, and he was dead on accurate, you know, within 30 yards of pushing. Hey, look, there's a couple snook up in the mangroves. Make a cast, strip, strip. They didn't want anything to do with no. it. They blew out like... Before the fly hit the water. Yeah, forever away. <laughs> um, so after the second or third time, we make an executive decision to change. Mm-hmm. And even still, when we changed to a baitfish pattern, it didn't matter how gently I could place the fly. No. They were not having it. Um, so we did that for a while, made a pivot, um, and... Uh, went over to one of Mark's really secret spots that I had never been to um, <laughs> that he said was was where the tarpon were. And tarpon are probably my favorite fish to go after. Um, and I haven't caught a tarpon in a while, so I said, let's do it. Not not Melbourne by the big shiny mirror buildings. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> um, the old marina. So we get back in, and he's like, okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to throw a gurgler at these. He's like, these fish will eat. But wait. They'll be rolling. Before that. Well, as we were getting into the <laughs> into the spot, um, we come in this tight cut and uh, five feet in front of the boat, probably a 25, 30-pound tarpon rolls and blows out. Holy shit. It was, it was a much bigger tarpon mm-hmm. than you would have expected yeah. in that, that corridor. I was, I was surprised. We, we both said, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, so we got back in the pocket, um, had to, to get over to where 
we had a good shoreline. Um, he's like, yeah, just cast up into the bushes. They run a trough right around it. It's pretty shallow in here. I think, what, third cast? Third cast? Boom! Come tight. <clears throat> um, you know, aggressive tarpon, maybe, what, four or five pounds, something like that. Um, fight him for a little bit, get him into the boat, release him, and the skunk was off. The the celebration was there, and I was like, "All right, you weren't you weren't kidding. The tarpon are here," and uh, so you know, move around to a different corner in the the no, pocket. No, no, that we before were in. that, we continued down the run. Yep, and we had that one like almost jump in to the skiff. I don't know where it came from. It just came out of the water and almost mm-hmm. into the skiff. Yeah, it was like you, you've seen the mullet breach where they, breach. they'll jump into the boat. Uh-huh. I, this tarpon jumped like it was hooked and smacked the hell out of the side of the boat. <laughs> like he had some tr- severe brain trauma. Oh, yeah. Um, it scared the shit out of Mark. Oh, it did. I about <laughs> fell off the platform. Mark about jumped in with him. Um, but, yeah, so we uh, we pulled around a little bit more. He, he put me in some good pockets that they were the fish were rolling. Um, even the storms came in. It started to we drizzle did. on us. And, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is about to become a great day. Did you break out your Grundens? I didn't. I forgot my Grundens at home oh, because the weatherman didn't say that it was going to rain. Thanks, Larry. Um, <laughs> but if I had had my Grundens, I would have. Hey, your gear's only as good as when you bring it, right? <laughs> Um, and we were seeing a ton of fish. I was making casts and again, I offered to switch up. I, I just want to put that yes. out here. I offered to switch up way before we got to this we, part in the day. Yes. And Mark said, no, 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 no. Every single time. Um, it had kind of slowed down, made some casts. And then finally I made, you know, a decent cast Strip, strip, strip. Tarpon breached out of the water to eat it. You know, one of those picturesque topwater eats. And I'm like, okay, I'm on. Boom, fly comes out. I'm like, fuck, all right. <laughs> At least they're they're back eating. So we continue casting. Ten minutes later, exact same thing same happens. Thing. And at this point, I'm like, all right, Mark, let's switch. You know, we got to gotta change this up. Right. This is, yeah. my, my juju has been run out. He says, no, stay up there. Classic so, <laughs> Mark. So the the escapade continues, and sure enough, it happens a total of okay. three times where I get three solid, you know, topwater oh, yeah. eats, smashes the fly. I come tight for, you know, a half a second, and then, boom, the fly comes spitting right back at me. So at that point, we said, all right, let's, uh, let's cut our losses, count the one tarpon as a win. And, uh, and it was head, head for the ramp. Purplish. Oh, oh it was gorgeous. Oh, right. oh yeah. it was. Dark. Dark back dark with spine, the nice. spine, and it transitioned to that purple. That purple. To, oh, it's so pretty. Um, ooh, ooh. we forgot. We before did. this, on the run to this honey hole, <laughs> the wind had picked up. The, the meteorologist had not forecasted the wind Nottage correctly. Mm-hmm. It was a little breezier. It's than on the expected. Ted scale. Was it blowing like twenty five? Yeah, yeah. Not it's quite. on the Ted scale. Not quite. <laughs> um, 
but you know, big enough to where it was one to two foot seas. I'd say not quite white capping. Get half, close, half to one foot seas. Right, the storm sporty. Come right, it, yeah. if if Mark wasn't going the right way with the waves, we were getting a little spray on the boat, even with the spray rails. Right, and sure enough, we we drive back past the launch, and we you know meet up with a couple boats coming out of the launch. One of them. <laughs> Is a fucking Ginu <laughs> with a dude and his wife, and they are just oh. hauling it. And a dog. And a dog. And a dog. And a dog. And they were hauling it, braving the waves way ballsier than what? I ever would have been. Um, Did we say it was a classic or a 16? It was a classic. It was, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we saw them when we were running out. And then we lost them. I don't yeah. know where. And, and, we, we ran into some jet skis, which decided to get 100 feet from us and say it's perfect spot for donuts. So Mark did the appropriate thing and started doing donuts with Brought them. Brought them up and started <laughs> said, I see, you, I see you motherfuckers. And he got that Drake up on as, as scary of a circle as he could be. And he's on the top side. I'm on the bottom side of the circle, <laughs> and I, I shit you not, when I was, my ear almost touched the water. <laughs> I love it. And he was full, well done, Marcus. full fucking goose just hanging it around. Um, These are my waters, boys. That's right. Yeah. He said, he said, I see your jet ski. I'll raise you one. Drake, bitch. And he stopped. Yeah. He, he subsequently, you know, took it as a dominance lesson and went on his merry water ski away um <clears throat> but the real fun started oh, when we headed back to the ramp uh, oh yeah so we ran back to the ramp Classic pulled in and you know a couple seconds after us while i was waiting for mark to back up the burb um a pair of jet skis came up they did not the same ones from no. the, the earlier time this was a couple um heavier set couple Older, older couple. <laughs> Some eaters. Su- surprising, Some eaters. surprising for their their day out on the water for as sporty yeah, as it was. Um, but anyway, get the Drake pulled out, and as we're doing that, the guy in the Ginu pulls back up, and he's with what I would assume to be his buddy, who is in like a sixteen foot Carolina, Carolina or some polar craft, one of those oh, yeah. skiff right. style, and. Uh, at the same time, so we had already pulled out. The we were guy, watching the jet ski the show. The guy with the jet ski had pulled up. Issues. Tied up his jet ski, gotten out, and, you know, they were pulling up to the ramp. And it's a two-lane ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, he had gotten out gotten to the car. And uh, he started it over and, and started to back it in. But it was one of those double-wide jet ski trailers. He was having some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and we both looked at each other and said, hey, I bet you these two boats are going to pull out before this fucking jet ski gets one of those on the trailer. <laughs> and sure enough, both of the, the Ginu and the, you know, uh, Carolina, Carolina Skiff, they're driving the old beat up pickup trucks. Fucking first shot, whipped it into the ramp. You know, oh, that was un- old boy in the Ranger. Untied the boat, <laughs> fucking rammed it up on there, locked it down, was in and out in literally 35 seconds. Ginu guy was right behind him. You know, same same deal. Got to the car, threw it in reverse, no snake. Fucking one turn, 
on his line, backed it down, got out, <laughs> got the Ginu, got it up on the trailer. Like fucking, it was it was like magic. They've they've well done polished. It mm-hmm. And that's where the drama started. So, <laughs> little Pedro on his electric bike. I didn't notice this. <laughs> no. But after we had pulled up to the ramp, a uh, an interesting fellow mm-hmm. in a red shirt and jeans pulled up on his electric bike. Just hanging out at the ramp, you know, what have you. Right. Well, the uh, the two gentlemen in their boats, the the Carolina mm-hmm. and the Ginu, had had their Lady wives friends. wives with them, mm-hmm. you know, assuming they were going on a sandbar Saturday or whatever. Well, I guess one of them had noticed that Pedro, we'll call him, mm-hmm. been, you know, trying to discreetly take photos. <laughs> And I guess when the Ginu started getting pulled out, old girl on the Ginu had a tea back on. Yeah, uh, okay. She, yeah. yeah, she she had <laughs> she had the shirt unbuttoned, but you know, just the thong on the back, and he had a little bit more blatantly <laughs> taken photos of her. Public place, public boat ramp. Oh, uh, Hold my weight. But so. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pulls the Ginu out, and as this is going on... I mean, when she put it on that morning, did she not expect people to look? His buddy had said something to him. <laughs> An old boy got out of uh, got out of the truck that the Ginu was attached to. Started, started walking over, shirtless, fucking barefoot. <laughs> Roid rage, boy. Uh-huh. Started walking up to him. He said, hey, motherfucker, let me see your phone. Give let me, me see. Phone. He, and, and Pedro hands it over. He's like, oh, what? What? I don't know what's going on. And he, he started to bike off, but old boy wasn't going to let him get out. He was doing the, don't you try to get past me, motherfucker. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So he walks over to him and just snatches the flip phone, mind flip you. Phone. Snatches the flip phone out of so, his All three hand. pixels of a whale tail. <laughs> So we have um, <laughs> we, we have the class of Port St. John. Yeah. So basically we have kidnapping and grand theft. Right. Yeah. But so he, that's he, not the issue. He grabs the phone, <laughs> looks at it, and says, what the fuck? There's a ton mm. of pictures of his girl, a ton of pictures of other, other girls. girls. He's like, the there's right. so many fucking pictures on here, you fucking pervert, this and that. Starts starts motherfucking him. He's, and he was getting fuming. He was ready to swing on him. Right. But At he this decides, point, though, I explained to Jameson on the other side of the power plant next to the manatee feeding station is uh, Pedophilia Place. <laughs> <laughs> pedo, pe- pedo place. Apparently. Pedo place. Pedo place. Yeah. Because it's far enough away from all the schools that are in the area right there, and that's where they all congregate. But it's close to the jail, right, or something like that? It's right down the street from old county lockup. So, <laughs> anywho, he snatches the guy's phone, oh, calls the cops, and is... This guy's out here taking fucking pictures of my girlfriend and, you know, oh, dirty yeah. pictures and this and that. And, and, you know, at the time, the guy's like, give me my phone, give me my phone. And they finally, like, I guess had had enough of it that they, they give him his phone back. And then he, he keeps trying to he say, still... like, apologize or explain the situation. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, go. And they're, I just they're liked fuming, it. fuming, getting ready to fight. They're, and like, they're just telling him, just go. go. Just fucking leave. They're telling him. Yeah. yeah, just get the fuck out of here, this and that. 
So finally, so the who kid, called the cops? The the guy, uh, that, Silverback. Yeah, the guy that girl, wife was getting he the knew photo guy. taken. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and Please tell me the cops showed up and said, "So he took a picture in a public place, and your problem is what?" Oh, oh boy, hauled butt. He was gone. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, deputies ended up showing up. Pedro pulled out and. Uh, <laughs> At this point, Mark and I said, "All right, the fun's over." I thought he was going to swing oh, on him. I thought the it was, was going really down. close. <laughs> it was really close to getting getting thrown it down. Was, I mean, the chest was puffed out. Oh arms yeah, arms cocked back. He was ready for a it fight. Was, right, um, but he knew he was going to jail because he would have broke this poor man boy. I think he was. <laughs> yeah, he he was right on that borderline. Um, but at that point, Mark and I said, all right, it's probably time for us to go. The situation's kind of de-escalated, and I pulled out right as the did sheriff. You guys get any, did you guys get any photos? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I don't like to shout out to my fans, but, you know. It was a whale tale. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I pulled out as the sheriff pulled in, and. Because the guy, the, the guy on the bike pulled out and hung a left. <laughs> I looked down the left, and mind you, there isn't a turnoff except for on the right-hand side for even, you know, half a mile. I didn't see him anywhere to be found. So either he ditched into the mangroves or something. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, an eye-opening experience to, to see the, the wonderful <laughs> folks of, of, of Port, Port St. John. John. <laughs> So wowzers. Oh yeah. yeah. It was a very exciting boat ramp trip. God. Credit card captain. Credit card captain needs to fucking you're missing out, man. Yeah, go down to that ramp. Oh yeah. Between that and the uh the land crabs bathing in the salt water. Oh god. Oh lord. Oh yeah, right there at the boat ramp. <laughs> Get the soap out and everything, huh? <laughs> I don't know if there was soap involved. It was but just they were stripping rinse. down yeah. clothes and rubbing and scrubbing. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. <laughs> That's savage. It's brutal. What can I say? It's well, summertime. They, listen, they're, they're, <laughs> I know, but it wasn't know. like they walked out onto a beach. They walked no. out of the fucking mangroves. No, I, yeah. I know. Exactly, I can picture exactly the image you're painting. <laughs> So, uh, so the River Breeze folks are are very tame in comparison <laughs> to the people to the PSJ <laughs> crew. You like to keep it real. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Mark and I fish, but we—I don't think we can top that outing. <laughs> no, our day was was pretty darn quiet. It was super quiet. I think we saw one other skiff the whole day. Maybe no. I don't even remember that. When we first got there, the the guy that was on the trolling motor that uh, like disappeared. Yeah. Poof! Just, another one. Dis- it's like a Bermuda Triangle, right there. They yeah. just disappear. Yeah. We saw him, and it was like he was headed out. We were headed in, and then then he was just gone. Gone. We never heard him start up. Nothing. Nope, nothing. It was weird. Hmm. Um, we. Saw the craziest <laughs> squadron. Like, there had to have been like 12 dolphin that I, were working I, a together. Platoon, a platoon of Marines. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> just, and they were just wreaking fucking havoc on this flat. I've never seen it. I've seen. 
two, maybe three working together. You could tell they were working. Oh God, yeah. Oh, God. They were. They they had very obviously watched Ken Burns' Civil War <laughs> because teams of two flanking. They were the right they were side. lined up across the fucking battlefield Jeez. and just yeah. in a big line, shoulder to shoulder, going across the flat. And when they would spook something, it would turn into this giant. Yes fucking washing machine of death for what was in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And they just like methodically worked their way out to the point that as they're coming, all of a sudden we're seeing like fucking schools of black drum running for their fucking lives <laughs> coming past us. Run for your lives. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like like don't eat I mean I cast but it nah. was like there's no point in it because the, these fish are just unass in the area. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're seeing fish. I'm making shots. I'm not doing very well. No, um, in all fairness, like we talked about, they weren't honest shots. They were either going away or going, you know. Yeah, the fish was already moved, like, you know, kind of semi-spooked or whatever. Right. Um, and then we lucked up and Mark sees a fish, calls it out. I make a shot. Fish eats and like rolls on it. You could see the white underbelly. Like it was, and he was aggressive. He misses the fly and instantly goes into this frenetic, just search. Where'd where it go? Like mudding, yeah. like literally tearing up the bottom, looking Trying for what it. he just missed. So I put the fly back in, and the fly landed maybe 12 yeah. inches, 18 inches off to the side of him. And he kind of comes out and follows it again. And then you had to make a third cast. And on then it. when I made the third yeah. cast, that fucking wow. thing went like a bullet out of a fucking rifle barrel yeah. to the fly and just crushed it. Oh, man. And Larry was spot on with the hook set because it happened fast. It, I, I don't, I've never seen it. And then <laughs> there hadn't been, we had not seen any of those dolphin oh, in, in like 20 minutes. And instantaneously, as soon as that fish was hooked up and the line was tight, three of them popped, popped up, up and started straight for us. And like one kind of like beached itself, yeah. waiting, just yeah. sitting. They got as shallow as they could and we're just like, <laughs> we right. know you're going to put this fish back in the water in a minute. And uh, so we hopped out of the boat, spent extra time making sure the fish was you know, going to be well recovered. And we walked it up right next to the mangroves, and I released it, and it literally went, Just sat. It went down on the bottom and <laughs> sat there to the point that Mark reached down, put his hand underwater, and like tickled, tickled his head for a second. And he was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. I think I need to go. It was the coolest fucking interaction with a redfish. Wow. But a, then we kind of said, oh, crap, because he made like a beeline almost straight towards the dolphin. Yeah. There was one that kind of like circled up and was like rolling, and we're like, ooh. But we don't think he got, no, he we don't think he got, got munched. Um, and then uh, 
we did a little boat riding and uh we're gonna fish another spot yeah and then uh we got distracted and uh but it the rest of the story is kind of just a mystery it went like we saw we saw those black drum Uh uh-huh and then after that it just yeah turned off yeah yeah like i know i know there's fish there yeah i don't know where they are right now they're running from the (laughs) yeah yeah probably but probably sitting in 18 feet of water yeah yeah we just cruised and you had a nice little boat ride yeah lover's boat ride we did for sure it was a it was a great day um, on the way home, I stopped and uh, gave the the new barbecue joint Did you? that okay. took over uh, yeah. um, Lewis's. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given it a try. Uh, um, no, say yeah. no more. Yeah, <laughs> say, um, say no more. I would expect that it's probably not going to be around too too long. Mm. Um, unfortunately. Uh, God, I, I miss Lewis's. Lewis. Oh. But uh, yeah, and then made it made my way on home, and uh, then uh, I guess yesterday we all had a little break, and here we are today. So yeah. uh, that's Much that's our story, and we're sticking to it. Delicious carnitas. Sorry, you're working, Ben. Created by Larry. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll get you some vacation days. Yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> Somebody needs to get that boat in the water. <laughs> well, truth be told, um, there was a day. There was an opportunity that uh, we had actually talked about uh, fishing, and that was the plan. Yep. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna take ownership and say. I screwed up because I may have said I'll check back in like and we'll confirm everything the night before. But since we didn't have anything going on the following day and we'd already said, hey, why don't we do why don't we fish on Monday since we don't have anything on the books? I thought somebody would be chomping at the bit ready to go on Monday. (laughs) So, uh. I think it was around 11. Yeah. I called him. And I was like, hey, bud, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, doing some stuff around the house here, you know, digging up some more, um, you know, of this I'm or that and the other. I fucking shit in my house. And I was like, okay, I guess uh, that means we're not fishing today. He he slept in four forty five. No, I probably made it to 6 that day. Yeah. But uh, it's okay. Um We'll we'll have plenty of opportunities oh, to get out. Yeah. What what I've decided from this because this isn't the first time we've done this. This is I think the second, and the first one was definitely my fault. I'll let you take the ownership for that one, but it was definitely a team effort. I'm like, no matter what we decide, who's calling who, I'm just gonna text or call the night before and be like, "We still on? We good?" Because so what's r- really weird now? Monitoring. I guess sounds like the educated word to use. The weather. We haven't made the trade winds Transition. shift yet. No, and right. that's still blowing south, northeast. 
that we was haven't got there yet. Part of the problem is because we kept getting like it would look good, yeah, and then we get to that day we had available and it would be shit. And yep. so we were like jumping day, 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 and yep. just, well, that's why I called Larry last minute. It was like, hey, weather's looking good, pretty spot yeah. on right now. Yep. Well, um, they say communications save relations, so when yes. in doubt, over communicate. Whip the phone out. Um, little housekeeping. Um, we do have the uh, latest fly box. This one is from uh, Fly South. That we've got the uh, flies that have been tithed mm-hmm. that are in there, and we're going to add a few more yeah. from Pirate Fly Co. Hey, they look good, and yeah, uh, you know. The raffle tickets are two bucks a piece, uh, all the way through the end of May, and then uh, we will draw for a winner. And just like Kevin Reynolds won mm-hmm. last time, yeah. uh, we will get your address and ship you a fly box full of flies that have been tithed to the show. And uh, of course, we'll include some uh, stickers and stuff like that with it. Um, so that's one way you can help. Uh, support the show uh, another way if you want is uh, using the code at Grundens Taylor 20 get yourself 20% off uh, it works on sale items as well so uh, you can stack a discounted item with another 20% off that it, new spring release stuff looks good yeah man. it does I'm going to have to make um, another order yeah I'm, I'm getting ready to with the, uh, <clears throat> the fly tithing mm-hmm I would like to see our our trout nerds send us some stuff. Oh, that'd so be we cool. Could, so we could do a trout box. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be fun. Guys that, that'd be super you fun. Know, don't have the opportunity or you know fish these kind of things. So everyone is included. Yeah. So uh, if you're a trout guy, DM us. We'll get yeah. you an address if you're interested in participating and in, in helping us do that. That'd be awesome. You don't have to send a box full. Yeah, we're, we're going to always supply the box. Yep. Um, just send uh, some, you know, three flies. Three flies. Three flies, and you're good to go. Um, Squirmy wormies are okay. Well, <laughs> we prefer the <laughs> And we, then um, we prefer uh, your own nymphing, competitive nymphing, if you have it. Yellow tungsten beads only. And then I guess the final thing uh, is uh, if you find yourself in the market for uh, a new hat, we got we em. got them. Um, they're on the website. There's not very many of them, so if you're inclined to get good. one, you better jump on it. We have them in the classic. Desert Storm camo. Some people call it chocolate chip camo. General We've got Norm. them in the old black, all black. Um, the Johnny Cash. And then uh, kind of uh, almost like a denim gray. Blue hue. Bluish kind of almost, uh, you know, faded Canadian tuxedo model, we'll call go. it. Uh, and our, our hats <laughs> this time around, um, it's our... Oh, yeah. Patented. Tail with uh, microphone logo, and it's on a leather patch, and it's a Velcro patch yes. that goes on the Velcro that's on the hat. So... Uh, if you happen to discover my Twitter down the road and you're appalled, you can always peel off the patch. 
<clears throat> and you put your it? mama thinks I'm special patch on. You hear that? So that's the crow. That's uh, <laughs> that's what we got going on here on ways to support the show. Uh, if you end up wanting a rod tube system, River Smith can hook you up. You just got to get in touch with us. We have a limited number each month of discount codes. <clears throat> Make sure it's straight. And that's uh, our Wickles Pickles push for <laughs> this podcast. Ted, Pickle, Ted Tickles Pickles. I'll give you a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry for all the coughing. And uh, heck, we'll try to do it a little bit sooner next time. Um, Ben and I will be in Tennessee next week, so uh, hopefully we'll run into some folks up there um, Thursday to Sunday. Next week, Ben will be in. Uh, I'll be there for a full week, so if you got an empty seat in that there drift boat and there's uh, water in the South Holston again, give me a holler. I'd like to fish. We'll talk soon. We getting any... Johnny Jane. <laughs> <laughs> and all you had to eat was bread and water. And each day we had filled that road a mile and a quarter. Black snake whip would cut off backs. Some poor fool complained. And you couldn't fight back wearing 35 pounds of black county chain. And then one night when the sheriff was asleep, we gathered all around him, slowly creeping. Heaven help me to forget. Night in the cold, cold rain When we beat them to death With 35 pounds of blackjack county chain Now the whip marks have all healed And I am thankful That there's nothing but these scars around my ankles most of all, I'm glad no man will be a slave again To a black snake whip and 35 pounds of black county chain To a black snake whip and 35 pounds of black county chain Black county chain